Hey, welcome one and all to the post-Independence Day spectacular Robert Scott Bell Show. We have uh, Christine Klein and Jamie Dorley scheduled for our friends at Nutritional Frontiers or from there. Uh, that's going to be awesome. Uh, we got Christmas in July, up, up, according to them. That's always great. Do you ever have that moment in July when you guys start listening to Christmas music? I hadn't thought about it till now. <laughs> Sometimes it happens. We've been doing so much patriotic music anyway. Uh, we've got a lot to do. Uh, in fact, the question is, who's really healthy? Is anyone really healthy? Is probably where we'll start today. Uh, we get questions on iron, well, iron deficiency, anemia, uh, high blood pressure. Uh, so there's a lot of health-focused uh, stuff as well. And uh, Super Don's back in studio. Not like he had ever left the studio, but uh, he's holding down the fort. Let's see what happens today on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Tell your friends, robertscottbell.com slash listen for the chat room. We'll see you there in just a moment. The Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Robert Scott Bell Show. Voice of health, freedom, and liberty. The Robert Scott Bell Show. Do not accept and shrug your shoulders at the normalization of untruths. Because we're living in an era now, there's so much distortion of reality, outright fabrication, lying, conspiracy theories, that it's so prevalent that people sort of shrug their shoulders and say, well, nothing to do about it, it's the new normal. No, do not accept that as the new normal because whenever you have the acceptance of untruths and distortions, ultimately, it's gonna erode at the foundation of the social order and our democracy. And I think history has shown that. If anybody just looks back as recently as the 1930s and early 40s in Europe when that happened, be careful. Don't accept the normalization of untruth. Yeah. Where were those untruths coming from in the 1930s and 1940s? Bonehead government. Yep. Government sanctioned propaganda, Super Don. And uh, <laughs> Fauci is playing right into it. He was Do not accept the normalization yeah. of untruths. Hmm. Isn't that what governments are trying to get us to do for to accept it, yeah. Uh, you know, that's kind of the, isn't that the, in the playbook? Well, that's the point. He brings up the 1930s, 1940s. I'm like, where was the propaganda coming from? The government. Where, where's the misinformation coming from? The propaganda department at the government. I mean, think about it for a second. Isn't that what kind of the population in general does anymore these days? When it comes, you know, something crazy happens in government, you know, something in the news. Like today, give me, mm -hmm. give me a good example. What is the big talk in the news right now? Cocaine found in the West Wing of the White House, right? <laughs> right. And, and, and yeah, I mean, some people. You've got the oh, the moral man. outrage part of things that's mm -hmm. happening, you know, and on, on the conservatives. Oh my goodness, I can't believe the drugs were in the White House. Well, I I would be willing to bet that there probably been drugs in the White House for like decades that, since that's the nineteen seventies, at least. They just haven't found it <laughs> recently. They they found some cocaine. In the White House. Uh, and what do, what do most people do? How are they going to react to that? Eh, whatever. It's yeah. Okay, there's cocaine in the White House. Well, you know, the thing is it reflects everything in our culture and society. Do you think that what happens out in the world doesn't happen in the White House? Now, I'm not making a specific accusation 
on uh, Joe Biden snorting coke, although his son. That's <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I haven't had a chance. I haven't had a chance to to vet this uh, this this clip. I got a, a, a Twitter on my phone here. I got an alert. Okay. That the uh, the press conference is going on with that Kareen, whatever her name is, John Pierre or whatever. Yeah, yeah, that one. And, and here's the text of it. I like I said, I need to watch it just to make sure that this is a, just you know a twisting of things to make it clickbait. Okay. Uh, reporter, can you give any more details on where the Secret Service found the cocaine in the West Wing and how it got there? Uh, KJP, the press secretary. Yeah. Her response, according to this, was the president and the first lady and their family were not here this weekend. <laughs> that wasn't exactly what the question it, was it but if that's truly what her response was how funny is that it right wasn't them. hunter biden was not there hunter, hunter was not there well that makes it all the more suspicious that it might have been you uh so oh my yeah. gosh funny stuff so it, anyway uh fauci does not want us to shrug our shoulders and just uh accept that untruths are the new normal uh i don't know what to say that's so ironic is it not? It, it, it is. By the way, if Biden, Joe, had snorted some, he might actually uh, show up for his press conference and be present dan- for a few minutes. Dancing a jig all the way up to the microphone, right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Gosh, and that's not an endorsement of doing that. That's just not, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah I just, yeah, look at that, the Fauci clip. I mean, the, the thing is, um, he's he's utilizing some of the language that Bobby Kennedy is using, except with the opposite view. And, and, Man, it, uh, I don't know what else to say about Fauci, but just wait till he leaves this place. He's not going to a happy place. He's not going to have unlimited organic happy meals. I think between now going. and then, though, isn't yeah. he going like to Harvard or something like yeah, that? Yeah, he's going to be, be a like professor a of... visiting professor at one of those egghead yeah. universities, which is, again, why I don't put much uh, faith, if you will. Not that we should put faith in, in those institutions, but uh, even from the standpoint of relying on uh, scientific revelation, so to speak, publications from those organizations like Harvard, Yale, et cetera. I've always been suspicious of them because my sense was that the elite scum and villainy find their way in through bloodlines or however to keep keep the uh, the reality, the artificial reality going, you know, that we accept our lot in life as slaves to the elite. Now, I'm not as funny as, as, as some of the comedians that have pointed that out, like many that we've featured on this show over the years. Uh, but it is that scenario. Now, the question is, when you look at an elite scum and villainy, do you then have some kind of revolution that results in freedom? Or do you have a revolution that is orchestrated through the Hegelian dialectic of, you know, have you forget who's really the people that you should be targeting and you start targeting each other and then those same elite people just laugh and then control you even more, which is, you know, what's fascinating since we just came through independence day, that's a big part of the story of America, how the average folks that were not part of the elite scum, elite scum, skull, scum baggery. Yeah. Okay. Scumbaggery, <laughs> uh, decided to, you know, take their world back from the elite crown of England, at least specifically. Now there's a lot of controversy. If, if you really dig in deep under underground into the economic system and the monetary system that the United States from the moment that declaration was, fe- you know, was, de- was made uh, declared and, you know, the signed, et cetera, that there were entities trying to undermine it, usurp it or take control of it from that moment forward. 
Same thing with the, the ratification of the, the Constitution in 1787, which was, you know, uh, in order to form a more perfect union. So that means they had the Articles of Confederation. And then they said, that's not working as well as we want. We need the Constitution. And, you know, all of these things, you run through the monetary system, you come into the issue of, uh, um, what was that, uh, the, the play that was made about the, the guy, Alexander Hamilton, right? Remember that play? Mm-hmm. So everybody worshipped Hamilton, but he was a pro-national bank or central bank. And Thomas Jefferson was like, dude, don't do this. This is where we get into trouble. The central bankers are run by the elites once again the royalty and or the bloodline bankers, if you will, uh, creating debt. And of course, we went into debt to conduct the Revolutionary War to gain our independence from England. Yet we had now debt to France. There are arguments to be made about the economic system and the, and, uh, the usurping by the Federal Reserve of those ancient banks, Bank of England, etc., all of them playing, Rothschild, etc., playing into a monetary system that would then enslave the people of a free country, America. And this is where I come back to the 20th century uh, acknowledgement of the Federal Reserve Act of 1913 set the stage for enslaving Americans. But even before that, you go to the, 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 the cessation of the, what was called the Civil War, and you have the, the 14th Amendment freeing the slaves. Remember, banning involuntary servitude, but not saying anything about banning voluntary servitude. So whereas we used to be, uh, let's say, the citizens or, uh, of the state we lived in because we recognize that all now 50 states are typically, uh, if you look in history, what they were set up to be, independent sovereign states with a loose confederation that is, again, under the Constitution. The articles uh, there in the Constitution described how this would all play out. And it wasn't like the states were subject to the, the federal government. I know this is getting a little bit, um, how would we say, historically boring for some of you, but coming through the Independence Day, I think it's not the day to forget, you know, maybe 364 days from now when it's July 4th again to remember it, to recognize that that whole history of how this nation that I, you know, this country that I originate from, that I was born into, uh, we have been deceived in so many ways that the people of America subjugated themselves through their citizen status and their new new enumerating them not through censorship but through artificial numbers the social security system these are artificial numbers these are bankers numbers that basically secure you or collateralize you to a debt that you can't even uh, question now still some of you are like some of you know this and some of you are going what the hell is he talking about it's the weirdest thing i ever thought you know you'd ever hear I've hinted at these things over the years to talk about it, but more and more people are becoming aware of that and say, you know what? I do not want to be subjected to that. I do not want to be enslaved in a different way or any way at all. And so when we look at the concept of the the foundation of America, it was rooted in there shall be no king, queen, emperor, or oligarchy before me. It's between me and the creator. And that we exist certainly in what we call a society or a culture. But one of those things, you know, in terms of the, the, the golden rule or the common law, as I've said many times, recognize that your rights come from God, not government. What does that mean? And when you do re- recognize that and begin to live it, then you no longer are subject or subjugated 
by those that would limit your freedom, except that your responsibility would limit your own freedom because your freedom ends where another's begins. Your rights end where another's begins. And it's not that complicated. If you start talking to kids about it, they'll sort of get it. But many adults just don't have that concept. And in fact, they don't like that you're maybe doing better than them. And so they'll use the power of government to, to knock you down. But if we look at the corporatist culture, corporate welfare, and we look at the elite gaining control of the country through purchasing it or gaining influence in the oligarchy, the FDA, FTC, all these things that regulate your behavior, tell you what you can and can't do, what you can and can't say, censorship is not new. It's interesting, a lower court, federal court ruling, and we'll talk about this more tomorrow with Jonathan Emord had said that, yeah, the White House cannot no longer engage in uh, communications with these social media companies to, to censor, to tell them what not to allow on their platforms. Now, that's not the end of the story. They're still going to, it's going to go on up to the Supreme Court, clearly. But when, coming back to Fauci's statement, misinformation has become, you know, the new normal. Don't let it be. It's like, okay, I get the sentiment, but where you're directing it, Fauci is directing it toward the control of your thought processes through censorship via government, by fiat power, unconstitutional as it is. And I, I see there is an awakening through the struggle and the, the deception and the, the suffering to say, hey, are we living up to the highest ideals that our founding fathers had set forward for us? And if you're going to throw the S word at me, and I know probably not a lot of you in the audience would do that, but, oh, but they own slaves as to diminish the brilliance in recognizing freedom and from where it is derived rights and from where they're derived and everything is context and also consciousness. So where are we today as if nothing has changed, nothing has been transformed, nothing is better. It's all worse than back then when certain segments of the population because of skin color or others were not. And granted, it wasn't only skin color. There were Irish slaves and other things like that. But slavery throughout the history of, of the earth, the planet, has always been an economic issue. And it's only convenient if there's one group of people that could be subjugated easier than others for whatever reason. So it's an economic imperative. And, and I'll say imperative that, it, oh, that, that makes it right. It's just at that time. The perception is we can't, and we look at, honestly, some of the history of the North and South, the, you know, the aggression that was happening. The North had this, was this economic power uh, within these United States and the South was struggling behind agrarian society and they couldn't compete with what was happening in the North. And, and this is again, not an excuse for slavery, but it explains the economic wars that take place. And right now, to think that there are no slaves on planet Earth is absurd. There are. And in fact, there are debt slaves right here in America. People that are borrowing on credit card just to get by. And so that's a that's that's a crime. And you'd say, well, is it who do we point to? Is it because of the, the right wing conservatives? Is it the left wing Democrats, liberals? Or is it because the monetary system has been set up? to trap you, to enslave you to a debt that can't be repaid. And if they can't tax you directly enough, then they tax you indirectly through printing more money out of thin air. And that's the inflation tax. And none of that is resolved by left fighting right. But to recognize that the same elites that we declared our independence from in 1776 just came back in and did it in another way, came back in a roundabout way. And this is the, the nature of reality on planet Earth. 
much like, and I've referenced this movie. It's an R-rated movie. It's not a kid's movie. The Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves at the end. He thought he won. He beat the devil at his game. And then the devil comes right back in and gets him through his ego, through vanity. And so there's always a way that, yes, you can have a temporary success and triumph. And if you rest on those laurels or if you get cocky, get a little bit ego focused or centric, then something else will come in and deceive you. And you'll go right back into that same pattern unless you emerge from that because you no longer desire to own or control other people. You don't seek power for power's sake. That you are driven by your divinity, your connection to the divine, the love that you have for all creation. And what an interesting world that would be. And I don't know that this world is designed for that, although, you know, people have beliefs about, you know, theological or dogmatic beliefs in their, in their, in their religions about this. But <laughs> suffice it to say, there's always this tug of war or battle you know, between good and evil, dark and light. It's the worlds of duality. Now, Super Don did not expect that this was going to go this way, nor did I, when we opened up with Fauci talking about the new normal and referring back to the 1930s and 40s. I wanted to go back further than that to the dawn of America. Uh, of course, you know, I saw three days in a row. I, she did nine performances, my daughter. Oh, three, well, they had Sunday off, but Saturday, Monday, Tuesday, uh, with the cries of freedom. Um, my daughter did an amazing job as Joan of Arc. And it was just so much fun to watch these kids just just love freedom and and sing it, right? Sing it all the way through, going through the history to the present or somewhat present in terms of our history in America. What makes us unique? Now, I tweeted out yesterday uh, about that statement that I've made before. It's, I don't know that it's my original statement, but I just say when you remember that your rights come from God, not government, every day is Independence Day. Okay, pretty simple, pretty straightforward. It's a belief I have. Uh, and then somebody called Yellow Dog Democrat says, we have different rights than people in other free countries. Why did God think that other countries deserve better medical care and life expectancy while we deserve the right to unlimited guns? Now, that tweet reveals a little bit about the person's, of course, political leanings. And of course, they call themselves the Yellow Dog Democrat. I don't even know what that is. I know Blue Dog Democrat. Yellow. What does the Yellow Dog do, Super Don? Does the yellow dog get beaten? I don't know what, or peed on. I don't know what the yellow dog is. I know the blue dog Democrats were considered more uh, salt of the earth, centrists, uh, you know, hardworking, blue collar kind of Democrats. I don't know what the yellow dog Democrats are. All right. Well, thanks. Thanks to the uh, miracle of technology. Mm -hmm. I was able to look this up. Apparently, a yellow dog Democrat is a political term. It was yeah. applied to voters in the southern United States who voted solely for candidates who represented the Democratic Party. Okay. So this is a diehard Democrat, basically, no matter Correct. what. Democrat or die. So what is he insinuating? Why does God think that other countries deserve better medical care and life expectancy? So to me— Because he believes that—let's that that, uh, that, that uh, let's just say he has a misguided— Mm -hmm. uh, uh, understanding of, of what, how good or bad healthcare really is in this country. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I, I think he's arguing for socialized medicine in, in yeah. Democrat oh, countries. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And, and, you know, we've gone through this many times over the years. And my point about socializing medicine, of course, once you're in it, yeah, there are certain circumstances where you can go, well, thank goodness it, I didn't oh, yeah. go bankrupt because, uh, you know, the whole society paid in and I got something out of it and, and I didn't go bankrupt. I, I recognize and I acknowledge that. 
But as I've said also about socialized systems, you tend to wait and many people die before they get the help. I'm not saying everybody, but no. I'm just fundamentally against it because what happens is it is captured as it is in all of these Democrat country, democratic countries. And it covers only that which has been lobbied into existence or purchased into existence. That is controlling who controls Health Canada, who controls um, the NHS in England, who controls much of the FDA in our system that doesn't is not technically socialized. And you'll find out that the system that you'll get is basically a pharmaceutical system. Vaccines, injections and drugs. Yes. And surgery. And what you could argue is that surgery could occasionally be uh, argued to be necessary in cases of acute. I'm having it's like I'm going to be I can't get the words. Yes, that's because uh, you had the day off yesterday. How I many beers so. did you drink? I didn't drink any. You didn't have any beers. Yesterday? Well, I should have. Okay. Yeah, I have. I have some uh, the fake beer from Germany, <clears throat> one uh, of the brands I like, but I didn't have any yesterday. Near beer. And the near beers, that, huh? the pretend beers, whatever. Yes. Uh, so the acute care. Acute trauma intervention, which is when I say there's a legitimate use of, of third party payers, that is insurance, you, you know, kind of pool resources because it's an unexpected, unexpected catastrophe and it doesn't happen to everybody. It's a, you know, so you can justify the economics of it as such that, oh my gosh, somebody really got hurt bad and it would cost them a million dollars to get what, whatever number it would be. And now that insurance has covered it. When you have a catastrophic care insurance, a program, it's far different from what you're required to participate in since Obamacare or anything like it. And that is cover everything. You know, it's not insurance anymore. Now it is a single payer, semi-single payer, semi-privatized public, whatever combination, almost a socialized system. But, you know, I've talked to Canadians about how much they love their system at the same time. They would never use their system if they didn't have to, because it doesn't give them what they have determined is the best for their health. That is homeopathy, naturopathy, herbalism, supplements, organic foods, right? Non-GMO. Those are the things that can keep you well. Uh, but if you want that socialized system, by all means, go to those countries that have it and, and partake, participate if you can. But they don't have open borders. Isn't that interesting? All of those countries with socialized systems that cover everybody, you know, so beautifully, blissfully, like there's no problem with that. They don't have anybody just coming in and automatically getting covered. Isn't that interesting? The one country that is open borders right now is the United States and people can just tap into our system, bleed it dry. And this is where uh, Ron Paul would talk about you. You know, even if you're a pure libertarian and you believe in open borders and free travel around the, the world, and I would tend to agree with that, except that you can't have that when you have a welfare state. Cause all you'll do is just move in and take not, you know, contribute. Now that contribution is something that in America, interestingly enough, has been, a, it, we've been duped into contributing in a way that is not truly required by law, but is voluntary. But remember they didn't ban involuntary, well, voluntary servitude, they banned involuntary. So you're tricked into volunteering is the point. And many people are, are waking up to that reality and going, man, I'm contributing to trillions now, much less the debt, but billions to Ukraine, for instance, and whether you like Putin or not, we're throwing our money down a Ukrainian rat hole that was never democratic for those that say, well, we're fighting for democracy. And I think Bobby Kennedy's trying to communicate that as well. Um, there's so much, so much going on in terms of consciousness shift, but how bad does it have to get? 
is a question. How bad does it have to get? And I don't have the answer to that. For me, it was as bad as suffering for 24 years from zero to 24 with chronic ailments and illnesses always met with drugs and made worse by those drugs ultimately. That caused me to pause and look around and say, is there, is there another way? And finding it, I went in with no government support, with no subsidies, paying more out of pocket for anything and everything because there was no insurance for the things that I was doing. Not that I wanted it or, or needed it per se. I found a way, but I dug deep and I, what I say, pick myself up by my own bootstraps if I had bootstraps, but it isn't that. People say, well, you, yeah, but there are other people to help you. Yeah, there's always other people if you're on this planet with other people. The question is, are those other people trying to denigrate you, trying to limit you, trying to squash you because they don't want to see you succeed because it reflects poorly on them? You know, if 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 I got well, which I did from numerous chronic ailments and illnesses, does somebody get mad at me for doing it in a way that didn't require government support, insurance schemes, medical doctors, for instance? Or do you go, wow, that's interesting. I wonder if I could do that too. And for me, that was the, I, I'm interested. I wonder if I could do that too. When I started seeing these things differently, finding people that actually knew how to get well, that lived a healthier lifestyle and a diet that they had that showed from their history of illnesses and ailments that they had overcome it, not theoretically, but actually, and that I could do it too. And so, so much of what we're coming to, uh, as far as a conclusion, if you haven't already reached this conclusion is that if the government says it or a corporate donor sponsor of government says it, you know, media personality or, you know, someone in the media, you might want to do the opposite because they're uniquely entrenched into a system of corruption, deception. You might even say money laundering. That's the funny thing about people in freedom. They say, you must be money laundering. The, re the real money laundering is happening in government and co government corporation uh, relationships. And they make that the norm. And if anybody does it too, but it's not approved by them, you see what happens. It's a whole different jurisprudence if there is any at all. That's why, you know, uh, the, the laws that don't apply to certain folks. You look at the Hunter Biden stuff uh, on so many levels. You see, you know, one set of laws for the elites. And, the, and now this is not me calling for rebellion and overthrow, although, you know, in the Declaration of Independence, if you read it. Should government, you know, basically destroy the, you know, the basis for which we established this government in the United States? you know, government set up to protect liberty, not run roughshod over it. Yeah, you know, there's a point where you look around and go, well, dude, isn't that what they were talking about? But to talk about it means now they've manipulated our freedom of speech to the point where if you just talk about it, you're immediately considered a terrorist and insurrectionist, and on and on it goes. And that's the way they'd like to have everybody, half of us live in fear, the other not, and then we're pitted against one another instead of those elites like uh, George Carlin would talk about. It's a big old club and you ain't in it. Uh, what do you do about it? Do you go a direct head on assault or do you start realizing what they are funded from and by and through and that's you and you stop or you cease or re you reduce as much as possible how much you give to them in tribute because you think you have to. And many people are waking up to that and I'm seeing massive changes there. They're not going to be covering it on mainstream news, of course. But if you go out into the world like we do to various events, throughout the country, you're going to talk to people and you're going to be shocked by what you hear if you haven't done that yet. 
by the way, I'm encouraging you, if you haven't, there might be a few tickets left for the RSB family union, not a reunion. It's first time we're doing this. Thanks to Leslie and family in Joplin, Missouri, Southwest uh, Missouri. And you can check that out in the upcoming events tab at robertscottbell.com and see that and many other events coming up. But that is where you get to talk to folks and learn from folks and teach folks because there's always both happening and get out of even an internet type bubble where they have been controlling a lot of the speech. Why are we banned on YouTube today still? Why are we banned on Spotify? Why are we not allowed to broadcast to LinkedIn? Yeah, censorship. They don't want you to know the things that we know or that you know. And, and if you have an outlet, great online, use it for all it's worth, but recognize we can't fully engage only in that because there's a vulnerability. There's a lot of vulnerability there, but when you come together and talk to one another, that's their vulnerability, not yours. That's why they wanted to stop that so desperately during COVID. Don't get together. Don't talk to one another. You might figure out that this is a scam, a total scam. Now, there's a new study out um, that answers the question, is anyone truly healthy? Is anyone truly healthy? Now, this is a great question. This is kind of like, you know, asking not why you got sick, but why you stayed healthy in the midst of whatever happened. And then you'd start getting some better answers. But this is a new long-term study of population-level data showing that when it comes to health, pretty much everyone could make improvements. Could I say that's a moment of duh? It should be. Is there anybody out there that has like optimally functioning everything? As much as I, you know, Super Don, it's not bragging. I, you know what, wait, I talk about my, my, my routine, my fitness and all that. And I'm really, I do enjoy it so much because of where I've been, but I've never denied that there are vulnerabilities I have. We all have in this human body. We can be as strong as we can be. And then something can throw us over the edge and, you know, we're going to succumb. We're going to have symptoms, et cetera. Usually for me, as you know, in the past years, it's been when I push myself so far, like on these travel trips and don't get any rest, like it was that a weakness I came in with, or is it just something, you know, well, it's like we've talked before, you know, and you've said before that, you know, when you uh, exhaust yourself mm-hmm. and it does affect your immune system. So any any weak link in the chain is going to be, uh, 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 you know, the first thing that's going to go out most likely. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and but man, how do we look at health, Super D? We've been doing this for so many years together. Is is health the absence of disease? Is it never getting anything right? How many people have I encountered over the years that said, oh, I haven't had a flu in 20 or 30 years and they have cancer suddenly. Like, well, what was that? I was fine. I didn't have, well, I've argued that from a different perspective, you look at never having symptoms ever of colds and flus. Is that truly indicative of pristine, perfect health or a lack of an ability to react and respond appropriately to things that might be you might encounter, you might put in your body, might already be there from time to time when you're exhausted and you don't have the energy to muster up the strong you know, energy it takes to have the symptoms, whether it be inflammatory or otherwise. Now, it's a bummer when you're in that situation. It's not fun. But every once in a while when I have that, I'm like, OK, yeah, I'm alive. This is part of life. This is part of the body is responding, reacting and getting back to balance as opposed to, oh, my gosh, I have to suppress the symptom with a drug like I did for the first 19 years of my life, not knowing anything different. Right. So what do you see in this article that jumped out at you? It's a great question. You know, is anybody, it's, I think healthy? it's a great question. Now the, the, in this particular study, um, it, it's interesting 
mm-hmm. the the way that they did the study and and the results that they came up with. Uh, some of the things, if we scroll down here, we just go a little bit uh, into the article. I'll blow this up so you can see here some of the results here. Mm-hmm. Health trends. Okay. Uh, found that diabetes and hypertension rates have gone up over time, but the risks have gone down. You mean the risk to having it because they can manage it with drugs? Is that what they're saying? Probably. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. yeah right? Yeah. Uh, more people aren't exercising, and this is now related to worse outcomes than it used to be. So that's mm-hmm. a trend, obviously, that's a bad one. I, I would say we've talked about this before. Dude, what, I, I, I keep what, harping on you, my brother, because I want to see you what, doing more. Listen, I, I, you know, I get out and I, I do stuff, you know. I'm not going to the gym. I'm not Mr. Chow Challenge, <laughs> you know, round house kick, you know, Bruce Lee, yes. you know, whatever. But, you know. I, so I, I, I'm annoying. I admit it because I care. No, right? I get it. I yes. understand. I yes. understand. And you're not wrong. Yeah. Uh, but. Okay, so moving on. But yeah, yeah be, now this is this is revealing, but again, mm-hmm. something we probably already know. Mm-hmm. Being on mental health medications was not a significant risk factor in the 1980s, which mm-hmm. I guess this data goes back to the 80s. Yeah. Uh, but in the later data set, latter data set, mm-hmm. was associated with increased mortality. Well, there you go. Yeah, right? well, the longer you're on the stuff, yeah. Well, and, and I mean, new. it's it's a thing now. It's a bigger mm-hmm. thing now, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, back in the eighties, yeah, was there were there antidepressants back in the eighties? Yes. Yeah, it was the uh, early years of a lot of the the big blockbuster. Not like today, ones. though. Yeah, right. Not like today, right? Yeah. You know, back then it was Mother's Little Helper, right? Mm-hmm. Actually, that's going into the seventies and the sixties. Anyway, yeah. uh, here's a here's an interesting one. I'm not sure what how to interpret this one. Not finishing high school is associated with health health risks. Well, it was not in the eighties. So apparently, in the eighties, if you didn't finish high school, you were cool. Uh, now you're not, not now good. it now it now it, it's not uh associated with health risk why do you suppose that would be hmm i you know it's it's a why would it be worse now to not graduate high school than then as far as your health goes yeah no i'm i'm hard-pressed to understand it unless it just means you you eat even more garbage and more processed refined foods that are heavily subsidized and cheap you know than ever before and generationally, we become weaker, weaker, weaker. You know, that I'd say is a plausible explanation or at least one possibility. Mm. But in any case, yeah. is anyone truly healthy? Mm. Um, what is the definition of healthy? Yeah. What does that mean? Like you were saying, but does yeah. that mean that uh, you you never get sick? That means you're healthy? Yeah, I don't, I don't agree if with that. If somebody was really yeah. super healthy and they got sick, then could you say you're not healthy? <laughs> Well, what you know, is here's, the proper here's what immune I, here, response? Here, here's what I think it I, I think is is the takeaway on this. Mm-hmm. Because I think it's 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 interesting to ponder, but ultimately, um I think some people they get they get stuck in this idea that if I am not doing everything that Robert Scott says I should be doing, <laughs> I'm not healthy. Is that what that's what people are? And I you know, I'm just just saying, because listen, yeah. we've gotten some questions from people and comments from people and stuff like that, the questions mm-hmm. of the day. So, and there are some people that they go through life and it's just like, if they aren't doing everything that's on the list and if they haven't checked off every box, hmm. then they're like, why bother? I yeah. am, you know, I'm, I'm not, I'm not accomplishing anything, but you have said in the past yeah, that start cleaning something up, right? Yeah. Start doing something right. Because, you know, even if you just... You know, if, if let's see, you're eating a diet of of McDonald's and uh, Swanson TV dinners and Kool Aid, okay? 
if if you if you started off with uh, let's substitute uh, water with the Kool Aid, yeah, right, vice versa, right? You're making yeah. progress, right? Yeah, one one step at a time. Even if you do one thing, and and Super D, I'm glad that you remember it because sometimes I forget that I I'm reasonable about this. <laughs> I'm not such a hard <laughs> ass all the time, right? And I talk about right an ideal or ideals that I have and the way I live. It it is not meant to the word of the day seems to be denigrate is not meant to denigrate where everybody else or anybody else is. But just as I was inspired when I saw somebody that was sicker than me in their forties, when I was sick in my twenties for, you know, on death's door in the floor, and that had achieved something in their sixties, 20 years later that, Holy crap, if I could start now, what, you know, what could happen for me? So to be inspired by it rather than to be diminished by it, it's like, Oh, like you point out, Oh, I can't do any, I, I can't do all that. So I won't do any of it. And, and come back to just do one small thing, one small thing, one thing that you can do, go one thing, I'm going to make a change and then see how that pays you back. And then one more thing. And eventually, you know, you do the things that I do that people think are so impossible or hard to do. And you're like, well, Dr. Batar used to say once difficult, now easy, you know, the initial phase of any change is difficult. You have to work at it. You have to be conscious about it. And suddenly it becomes a natural, normal extension of who you are and what you do. So it doesn't seem difficult anymore to me to live the way I live, live, even though others would say, Oh, that's the hardest thing in the world. I never, I could never do that. I'm like, well, don't do that. Just do one little thing that you think perceived would be beneficial to you or for you and move that way. Now, how do we gain health? If I would start with something, it would be the liver. How many times have I said that over the years, thousands of years of, of history and ancient medicines on the planet, Chinese medicine, Ayurvedic medicine, herbal medicine of all kinds, and even homeopathic medicine, which isn't thousands of years old, technically a couple of hundred uh, through that uh, particularly the French approach to drainage or drainage, the liver is everything. You start there. You're already, you know, way ahead of anything a doctor could do for you that's trained pharmaceutically allopathically in a flexion report school that says we don't we don't diagnose the liver very often because we don't have a drug for it and if we do boy oh boy it's probably because of a drug yeah, but we don't have much to do and, and and so it's not the the focal point of a doctor's practice the moment you come into them is what can we do to help your liver when it should be the first question that's asked what can i do to help your liver and that alone and of course, that ties into the entire GI tract, elimination, detoxification. That alone is so significant, it would transform the people of planet Earth like nothing else before in terms of at least physiological health, but there's more to it than that. So uh, how would you determine who's healthy? And that, that's also the question of cholesterol, right? That's the big one. When they tell you you have you know, abnormally high or low cholesterol, do they have a history in your family lineage, in your bloodline? going back to the early 20th century, at least to go before the advent of chemically grown foods. Did they know what the level was that was considered healthy and normal? And did they die or not? Of uh, You know, start looking at it that way. And you begin to say, these are erroneous numbers based on the fact that they have a drug that they can prescribe to lower those numbers. Whether the outcome is actually beneficial to you. And I would argue that it isn't because Half the people with heart attacks have higher cholesterol, half the people have lower. So it isn't a causative factor directly other than the indirect benefit that cholesterol provides for you should you have infl inflammation within the arteries and veins, et cetera, to protect you from dying of a breach and an internal bleed with no warning whatsoever. 
So the, the measuring stick for what is healthy and what is not super Don is so wrong in our medical system that would then be become socialized, you know, whether if that's right. the yellow dog Democrats idea of socialization. Here's a comment from Lori, you know, yeah. Lori's husband died mm -hmm. of, of cancer and she says, my husband was never sick, no mm -hmm. prescriptions. We had no clue he had cancer until COVID exposed the fact that he had it. So, yeah. you know, so some people would say, oh, well, you know, I never get sick. Yeah. I'm not on any prescription drugs. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm healthy. Yeah. And you could, you could totally not be healthy, right? Yeah. But then you could also take somebody, we've, we've covered studies about this in the past where, you know, it, you could see somebody who's 100 pounds overweight, right? Uh, yeah. And smoke cigars, and they can go in and get and, and get tested a physical and stuff. And somehow their numbers seem to be whatever. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're they're in, in perfect uh, perfect shape uh, right. as far as the Tesco. So, why do homeopaths follow symptoms? Well, per, first and foremost, uh, at the time of homeopathic development, late seventeen nineties, early eighteen hundreds, in Hahnemann in Germany, we didn't have all these fancy technological tests to determine numbers, right, and all of that. What you had to go on were symptoms. Now, unfortunately, allopathic medicine says symptoms mean nothing or they're bad. They have to be taken out. We'll give you a drug. The symptom will go away, like shooting out the warning light of your car that says check engine or change the oil. Stupid. But you'll feel better for a while. And homeopaths said, well, those symptoms mean something. There's intelligence. There's a vital force communicating through these symptoms that could indicate something's gone awry. And here are some remedies that match up with that. Now, in an acute stage standpoint, we look at a remedy if you can match up to the similimum. This is the idea that one remedy can match up to the totality of the patient's symptoms. And you would give that maybe of a high potency, whatever you want to describe, and that there would be a major transformation of their health, like almost like, oh, it's a miracle. And yet I grew up and many of you have grown up in a time in the 20th and 21st centuries where we are so toxicologically burdened we are so uh, nutrient deficient, even though we have access to all the calories we want in terms of food for the most part, that we are in a chronic state of disease due to toxicity and deficiency. And yes, there are other things. And so the Hahnemann's latter years, going back to homeopathy, and I, and I talk about this briefly in the uh, lecture on demand for Trinity School of Natural Health when I go into clinical, clinical homeopathy 101 plus. You can go to trinityschool.org and get that downloaded. Uh, but I talk about this in in um, in an acknowledgement that we have a gunked up system that even if you were to, let's say, take the totality of the patient's symptoms and match it up with a remedy that could even be the right remedy. And you find, well, it doesn't seem to be doing much at all, which a lot of people will encounter homeopathy and say, well, it didn't do anything for me. That's, it, homeopathy doesn't work for me. You hear that all the time. And, or it triggers a really strong response and reaction and aggravation occurs a healing crisis in fact and i argue that that's due to the preceding terrain that has been so gummed up so deficient of minerals and things and so toxic that even if you nail the right remedy the body goes oh i'm gonna vigorously now take care of everything it's like so much it's too much it's overwhelming and so the concept of drainage is to clear the terrain gently slowly lovingly so you you remove the obstacles to cure in that sense. That's a concept. You know, if you can go to Herring's law of cure in terms of where it goes, I'm going a little homeopathic now for those of you that dig it. I, I don't do this often because I know that it alienates a lot of the audience that has no idea what I'm talking about. But the idea of 
removing interference. Chiropractors understand that. Remove interference, innate intelligence can flow, nervous system. But even in that model, if you're toxic and deficient, you still need to get rid of the toxins and you need to address the deficiencies. And then you'll find that the adjustments that you get at a chiropractor will hold because now you're not falling right back into the same pattern. So breaking it out, it's not just one model that explains everything. There is integration of all these models that, and a lot of them are very complementary. When we understand that we must apply them in today's what consciousness today's context remember i said this context is everything about the history of america and freedom oh but they weren't given freedom to the slaves right away well if you read thomas jefferson's writings the intention was there right away and so there were people of that consciousness but recognized they couldn't push through couldn't have got this country to uh, to, to move forward even to begin had they not acknowledged, well, there are a lot of folks that are not ready. So I'm gonna have to compromise on this until one day it happens. Now, apparently it happened due to a civil war in America, but everywhere else in the world, it pretty much dissipated without war. Why did that war have to happen? And now you have to go deeper and realize it's not just about slavery, that it was, well, as some have said, who said all wars are bankers wars? It's all about economics, control of natural resources, and whether you're black, white, red, or yellow, that's only convenient or inconvenient depending on the circumstances. You know, who becomes the victor? Who becomes the victim? <laughs> who, who becomes the slave overtly or covertly, subtly through your volunteering into a slave system of debt, for instance? Again, the bankers win until you recognize that if you keep chasing Federal Reserve notes or whatever paper money back by nothing printed out of thin air, you're really playing into that slave system, usury, et cetera, of the banking system. And much like, a, you know, trying to tie in homeopathic remedies or any form of holistic medicine, that if we don't first remove the obstacle to cure, that is the toxic burden, and then supplement, you know, that which we need to get into the body for all the metabolic functions. For instance, we talk copper a lot, right? Take the sovereign copper and you're like, you take that and you're like, oh my gosh, how many things improved? And it's not like copper does everything, but it's critically important for a lot of things, pathways that aren't working in the absence of copper, the utilization of iron, for instance, so much more. How about the energy to react with vigor when you have a challenge and they call that, well, you, uh, you're not very well because you, you got sick. I saw you had symptoms. Remember what I've said about if you can go eat at a fast food drive through restaurant like McDeath or something and you eat that and you're like, you don't even get diarrhea. The problem is you, buddy. <laughs> that's not a that's not an accusation or a, or a judgment. It's telling you the physiology. The body is not rejecting toxic poisons that it should reject, at least through loosening the stool and moving things out quickly, if not a violent, sthenic, strong response of vomiting it out because the body goes, hey, that doesn't belong here until you keep putting it in initially like if anybody tried to smoke cigarette for the first time and super don i can bring you back into that for the memory of smoking cigarettes you don't do that anymore but it, most people that try it for the first few times they get green stick and puke, you know and if they push past it their body goes into adaptation is that correct yeah, that that's 100 percent right yeah yeah and so I wanted to give another example of what I'm talking about in terms of the food that we eat and we don't reject, even with diarrhea. It's not because we're so healthy that we don't react. It's that our bodies have adapted to that's all we got coming in. And it goes, well, if we keep reacting to that, we're never going to function at all. 
Reminds me of uh, every once in a while you'll see a TV show or a a, a movie mm-hmm. where somebody knows that somebody's going to try and poison them. Mm-hmm. And so what they do then is they take the poison, they take just a little bit of it at a time, and over time their body over kind of adapts to the poison. So when the person tries to poison them and kill them, it doesn't work. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So if anybody, you know, tried to poison me with a Twinkie, uh, it just wouldn't, wouldn't happen. It just wouldn't work because, <laughs> yeah, you know, you're on Twinkies for how long now? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh man. Yeah. All Did right. you see uh Tucker Carlson's going to be on Russell Brand's show? I did not, but I, I can't. I can't. Out. I can totally just imagine that's going to be amazing. Yeah, that's uh, he had Bobby Kennedy on. It was very funny. I saw he had his wife on too, Cheryl Hines, on uh, uh, Russell Brand's show online. Mm. Dude, I, I love the conversation. I love the humor. I love all of that. And and that's the good thing about what's happening in what we call new media. There yeah. are people going for it and now. Now that with this, uh, at least this uh, cessation of of. I don't want to say it's a total cessation of censorship, but there's an injunction against the White House, for instance, interfacing with with social media. Now, the question is, is is it now we can say whatever we want back on other things? Are we going to be put back on YouTube? I don't no, think so. I think yeah. it's I don't know. I don't think it's it. it um, I'm, I'm, I've been seeing it being spun mm-hmm. uh, in 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 the headlines. Yeah. You know, where the, on from conservative leaning outlets are, you know, have headlines like Joe Biden's uh, uh, high tech privileges have just been taken away. <laughs> um, you know, yeah. uh, you know, the other side is not have, having as much fun with it. But yeah, ultimately, I don't think it really matters because it's it's not like if if the president wanted to get a message to uh, Mark Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. he could do it without calling him on the phone. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it's not right. Like it's, yeah, there are other channels, right? They got yeah. the bat phones, the red hotlines, yeah. whatever. So, you know, the question is, and we'll talk with, with Emort about this tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that that, that that has happened, that judgment took place, that is significant because what it does is it just uh, mm-hmm. validates even more so what yeah. it is that happened during the pandemic. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Censorship. The, 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 the industrial question complex. Is, is, you know, eventually they're going to have to get down to the bottom of things as far as exactly what happened, who's responsible then, then it'll be like, okay, so what's the re- repercussions of that now? Yeah, will there anybody pay a price? Uh, they're in government, not likely, but hey. Will there I be a fall be guy? Well, yeah. yeah, probably. Who will they set? Yeah. All right, uh, Rumble. You guys watching the Rumble? If, if you didn't realize our uh, G- July the 3rd show did not go out on Rumble, there was a Rumble thing that happened. And anyway, it's up again as of earlier today. I so uploaded the, 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 the show from the 3rd this morning. Yeah. We had uh, a Dr. Alina Lesanish, and she has a big vaccine detox summit going on. And yeah. you use the code RSB to get a discount for that. So and she even dropped an F bomb. Yes, she did. She did. It yes. was like, wow, I didn't expect that. But she's from Germany. She's German. Also, I want to yeah. mention that we have a new platform that we are are broadcasting our show on now. It's called Kick. Mm-hmm. And I just stumbled across it uh, this morning, and I was just like, what is this? Uh, and so it's it, what it is is it's. It's kind of a, I guess it would say a competition to Twitch. Yeah. For those of you that have watched it on Twitch, I've got the feed going now because I just wanted to verify it was working, and it works great. Mm-hmm. The the uh, clarity of the Kick. picture is awesome. Do they have their own chat room or do they integrate? They do with have our their chat own room? chat room. In fact, if I did a test message, if you look over in the chat thing over on the right hand side, see the the green K. Yes. That was me. 
Oh, wow. Um, testing. Well, it integrates. So nice. If you guys, you know, you find yourselves, you know, looking for something else other than what you're watching the show on, you want to mm -hmm. che check it out. There is a link. If you go to the uh, watch listen page on our website, yeah. there is a, a link there. You can click on it and you can check it out okay. for yourself. Cool. Yeah. All right. We got to talk about uh, a couple of things. I'm not going to have time to go into gender dysphoria unless we go in hour two. We'll see. But uh, there's an article about that. It's become more accepted. And How about so the question of the day? The question of the day I want to tie into uh, with the iron deficiencies often missed in young women and girls. I will tell you that when you look at that article and you see all the symptoms, you get copper back in you. Those symptoms are going to go away because it wasn't an iron deficiency. You couldn't utilize iron properly in the absence of copper. So, folks, get on it. Uh, now, let's go to the question of the day. All right. Coming from Patrick. Patrick, my friend has been struggling with high blood pressure for years. He attempted to see if he could do things on his own like juicing, supplements, etc., and it resulted in no major changes. After soaring blood pressure that started to affect him with serious high blood pressure readings, he went to his physician. They tried medication after medication with no significant lowering and extreme side effects like major fatigue. His doctor ordered an ultrasound to look for any kidney blockage. Well, it's interesting they went to the kidney, and I'll explain why that's appropriate. Uh, he's been an auto mechanic for over 30 years, and I am suspecting other issues. I'm laughing here because it's, it's very apparent to me what's going on here. Uh, what would you suggest he do to find out the root cause so he doesn't have to rely on big pharma and big side effects? Thanks for your help, Patrick. Well, Patrick, um, yes, much of what you see in high blood pressure goes to the kidneys and, in fact, is a heavy metal uh, toxicity issue, particularly cadmium, but there can be other things. And especially if he's been an auto mechanic for years, he's been exposed to many metals, including a lot of cadmium and batteries and other things. Uh, so focusing on heavy metal detoxification is critical for the blood pressure reduction. Now, we can do a lot of supplements, a lot of things that we know will help the vascular system, you know, from uh, enhancing nitric oxide production uh, to increasing selenium intake, along with copper, because we've learned that selenium copper is important for the strength, elasticity, suppleness as well of the heart and the, the vascular system, cardiac proteins. Um, there are a lot of things that can be done. Now, what else is causing inflammation and damage to the vascular system? We've talked a lot about glyphosate and other toxic poisons in addition to the heavy metals. And then we go into the, you know, we had a, a great conversation with Judy Mikovits, uh, and uh, you, you're going to love this one. We talked about the proline greens, the cardio miracle, as well as the, the folium PX as a, an important binder of heavy metals and removal. So I would say consider the, the things that will bind cadmium and remove them. And other heavy metals, selenium again. If it's aluminum, we know that the primary mineral would be silica or silicon. Uh, so there are ways to pathway out of that mess. And so that even uh, the medications, if you're having to rely on them, what well, they will work, they'll lower it, but they won't address the underlying cause. But if you if you do address or your friend addresses the underlying cause, you'll see that the elevated blood pressure will begin to diminish. And the, the rightful natural remedies, whether it be homeopathic, herbal, or otherwise, will suddenly succeed because they're not battling what? the concurrent heavy metal burden, cadmium burden, impacting the kidneys, elevating the blood pressure. This is what I was talking about earlier with the drainage approach in homeopathy. You can try and find that one right remedy and nail it and yet not get the results you think you should have gotten because there's so much gumming up the works. There's so much garbage in the system and the detox pathways have been corrupted and the nutrients, the minerals haven't been getting in. Have they even been in the food you've been eating? And that's why we supplement. 
And that's why we have, you know, the great folks at Nutritional Frontiers as well. And we're going to learn about Christmas in July next hour. What kind of deals are available to you? Uh, and maybe double dip again. RSB 15 is the code. Shout out to all my friends out there that support this message of health, freedom, and healing liberty. We had a wonderful AMA, a Zoom AMA. Uh, that was for our patron supporters, and we've got new patrons supporting us. Thank you for that, and we do that once a month. We'll figure out another one in July, even though it was a July 1st one. It was really for June, uh, so we'll do another one. And Lots of great questions and answers we got going on, and lots of giveaways, lots of gift. In fact, we gave away, thanks to Jamie Dorley and the gang at Nutritional Frontiers, they gave me this big immune kit, and that was one of the gifts that we were able to give away. Uh, I'm telling you, it was just so extraordinary. It was like, whoa, man, that's like going on a game show and winning a new car right? For us. It was awesome. Yeah. Very valuable. I love it. Anyway, thank you all for being here. Links are up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Please sign up for the newsletter. Superdon sends that out occasionally and you will not get too much. In fact, you'll be asking for more. Superdon, send me some more. Not like he has a lot of time, Grandpa Superdon, but he does amazing work. So thank you for that. So next hour, Christine Glein and Jamie Dorley, Nutritional Frontiers, because the power to heal is yours. I hope y'all are feeling great after this Independence Day. I, I'd say weekend, but it was sort of a four day for some that took off on Monday. We did a live show on Monday as well and then took the day off yesterday with my uh, dearly departed friend, Michael Badnarik, uh, filling in those two hours of, uh, you know, our annual, I call it our rite of passage here when we celebrate our independence to uh, reach back into the history of uh, this country. What's unique and what's special about it, and why we must fight to defend her or, you know, defend the liberty that she once stood for a representative. I'm not giving up on it, but I recognize we've got challenges. We have tend to abandon. It's like the, the, the sunshine Patriot, right? Uh, you show up only when there's good weather, or is it something that you believe in so strongly that no matter what the challenge, you don't abandon those principles. And, uh, we don't ever intend to abandon them here. I've been at this for too long. I think, you know, the track record. It's 24th year of broadcasting and uh, almost 30 years doing natural medicine, homeopathy, and other things. I love bringing to you people that have, well, they live by principle. They, they have integrity. They care so much about what they do that um, you can tell you're not going to sway them from their mission, nor would I try when people are living their mission. It's the most wonderful thing to watch, to be inspired by. And uh, a couple of those folks are joining us this hour. Uh, Jamie Dorley from Nutritional Frontiers and Christine Glein, also from Nutritional Frontiers. Are, although you can't constrain Christine into how do you describe what she does? And Jamie has to help you with that because she's so amazing. There's Christine. There's Jamie. How are you guys doing? Hey. Hey, Robert. How you doing, Christine? You guys look Good. great. So nice to be back here on the RSB show. So thanks so much for having us, Robert. Oh, it's always great to have you guys. I, I was just going to ask you a little bit about the uh, the holiday celebration. Do you have any traditions that you do with the family, either of you? Huh, that's a good question. Well, so there's a thing um, where I live in Tampa, um, and they celebrate the 4th of July like a week ahead of time hmm. um, because a lot of people go away <laughs> to the beach for the actual holiday. So our the club, like where I live, puts on a huge fireworks show. So I have a huge open house every single year. We had about 150 people coming and going. 
um, kind of floating back and forth between the, the fireworks and, and our house. So it was nice. a lot of fun. So I did that kind of a week ahead of time. So this weekend was about recovery. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah. See how it is in Florida, Robert. They, yeah, they party for ten days. I've heard. I, you know, you I, were I, struggling, so was I with a four-day weekend. Not right. Christine, of course. No, yeah, it was a ten-day ten weekend. I do remember the Floridian, you know, Independence Day spectaculars, and of course, the entirety of what six months out of the year, you're sweating beyond belief because of the humidity. That's and I'm true. like, I don't miss that. Uh, although I do appreciate it. You live in it, you adapt to it, but you have to have a strong liver to adapt to that high humidity and high heat. I got to tell everybody about that. Hey, I also played like, you know, nine sets of tennis too. Yeah, so, know. you know, I did get out, I did sweat it out. It's all good. It's all I love good. that the athlete and you and I said, I, when I get together with you next, I just, I love tennis, but I don't ever really get to play it, but I, I can get on the court, but I know I could get some good pointers from you. Uh, oh my gosh. Time. We so have to, I got like the best news a couple of weeks ago, Robert, and I yeah. shared it actually on the holistic truth mm -hmm. um so you know i can't remember there's like a scale that you get on it's like a full body scale or whatever yeah, the, uh, in, bo in body 520 it does okay. the I've body composition yeah. the muscle the hydration the mm -hmm. fat the bone mass it does everything more than just weigh you so one of our incredible healthcare practitioners in here in tampa um jacqueline shedden you know mm -hmm. i decided okay i need to check up i'm gonna get blood work done I've been on the program. I've been doing shake a day. I've been doing my ultimate shake for tennis, all my good stuff. And so I wanted to see where am I really? Like how, how is all this like working in the body? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, anybody dreads getting on the scale, but especially, I don't know, it's like a female thing, you know, you're whipping the jewelry off and the shoes and the belt and you're like, okay. So I got on the scale and I'm like, all right, I at least weigh the same in the afternoon as I did in the morning. So to me, that was a win. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then she gives you like this readout. Mm -hmm. And so the lady says to me, the, the nurse, she goes, wow, nobody ever gets this reading. I'm like, what? She goes, you have a standard physique. I go, what does that mean? She's like, it means you have an athletic body. That means more of your body weight is muscle than it is fat. And I was like, yes, that's awesome news. So that was, I don't dread the scale as much. But then she gives me that. Wait, big, it gets better, Robert. If you, you can go, okay. imagine, this gets right. better. I'm the waiting. big kicker. Okay, yeah. you ready? She goes, do you want to know your biological age as mm. opposed to your chronological age? Okay. Uh, and I was like, I don't know. Do I want to know? And she says, yeah, you do. You're 41. Well, to put it in perspective, my oldest son is 31. So that would have been a miracle birth. So I <laughs> shaved off quite a few years. Awesome. I, am gonna, I know. So I was like, feel like a million bucks. I'm like, this is the Way best checkup ever. Christine, so awesome. uh, living testimony to the power of Nutritional Frontiers. I'm living living the product, living the work. And uh, it's it. obviously showing up in the blood work. So I'm pretty well, excited. And I was talking about that a lot last hour, you know, in the monologue, talking about being an inspiration, not trying to berate people if they're not doing great, but try one thing, right? We always do that. We say, try one thing and, and see how you do. Now, Jamie did that to me last month, stinker. He brings this super <laughs> creatine to me, right? Oh, boy. Yeah. And I'm like, I won't do creatine because we talked about this in de depth of all the things that it would imbalance and not, you know, and I was like, and then you answered all of it and in this formula. And I'm like, okay, all right, I'm game. And then a surprise uh, care package occurred. I'm like, oh, oh, all right. He's really wanting me to try this stuff. And dude, I, you know, I've been on that, that machine. You've been on Christine that you talk about. 
and, mm-hmm. you know, body composition and all of that. And, you know, I'm, uh, I've been good for years. So I'm not saying that I'm bad, but boy, I've been struggling to try. I want to put on a little bit more of that, the, the weight. And that's the opposite problem that a lot of people have. And I'm not trying to make people mad by saying it. it's just everybody's got different body types. Sure. And, and so I get on the creatine and dude, I put on at least, which depending on three to five pounds of, of, of muscle uh, in the last month. Yeah, baby. Wow, yeah. Look at that. But but here's 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 the thing. And it, you know, I could see I see the progress, but I'm like today I was joking with my trainer at, at the gym this morning. I'm like, dude, I thought I was doing really well. I'm you know feeling good about myself. And then then over the weekend we see Bobby Kennedy at the age of 69 doing push-ups and oh, yeah. and, and, and and inclines. Oh, this wow. dude is jacked at age 69 and I'm like, Oh, I got something to strive for now. And, and I was just so impressed. And of course he lives a clean lifestyle. He's been arguing about the environmental stuff we talk about all of the time, but I guess the point is the living example is the theme today is to have, and Christine, thank you for sharing that because you become a living example for others that it can be done. Uh, and, I don't want people to come away from this show or any show we do that. Oh, it's just too much. It's too, like too overwhelming. And none of our messaging is designed to try to frighten people away from being able to do the things that we would encourage people to do. And again, God bless you guys for being living examples. Yeah. And the whole idea is to empower people. Right. And uh, you know, we have this whole theme at our company, the power of one more, right, Christine, you got one more in you, right? One more set one more return, one more supplement, one more rep. And when you do that over a period of time, it's that hard work, that discipline. I think the lost art of this is the consistency, right? Because you don't always feel your best. And some days you don't feel great, but once you get warmed up, those are some of your best days, right? And it's a a whole healthy lifestyle. So I didn't have the 10-day weekend like some of us did down in Florida. But I did go to our nation's capital, visit my daughter. She's a uh, teacher of the next generation. And we went down there. We had a nice uh, weekend together. We did Nutritional Frontier smoothies in her new apartment. You know, and then we went for a walk together around the nation's capital. Then we got a nice meal together. We listened to some music. So it's really a lifestyle that we practice. And when you do that with the right people, you find it gets contagious, right? And then you get, you know, results and then you're flexing your bicep. Christine's uh, showing us her age. I'm just curious if, if your son, if his actual age is yeah. higher, he may pass you up, right? So I, know, like, I can't reverse it too much so, more. That would be too weird. Yeah. Oh too weird. Yeah. So, you know, and then you got to laugh, right? Because laughter is the best mm-hmm. medicine. And, you know, we did a really cool thing this uh, summer. You know, Christine and the marketing team came up with this awesome idea. You know, it's like halfway through the year. So we gave our team a nice long weekend for the holiday. We didn't count it for the PTO, of course, because we wanted a nice weekend to regroup and we had a great first half. And then it was like, how do we put some fun into this? Because, you know, during the summertime, there's traveling, there's barbecues, there's eating on the road, there's, you know, extra family time, which can be a little stressful for some so uh, Christina team created this really cool theme of Christmas in yes. July, right? Because we love. Do we lose Jamie? Did he freeze up? Christmas time. Oh, there he is. And we want to make it fun and exciting. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, Super Don, can you show that page Christmas in July? 
you know, the I super Don just... over there pumping up because I think he's jealous of the biceps, Robert. So, <laughs> is that where he is today? I don't see him on camera. He's like, he hasn't showed up yet. I don't know what's he's going lurking. on. Over there. He's lurking. Yeah. So there it is. Look at that. Yeah, you've got some sets here, and and we'll, we'll have Christine describe what the reasons are for them and how they match up to what people are a lot a lot of people are doing in the summer and how this would correspond to that healthier you that we're after. Yeah, I, I, if you don't mind, I want to just mention one because this came in handy yesterday. Mm -hmm. You know, I call it the barbecue buster, right? Mm -hmm. uh, I know you're super strict with your meals, Robert, and some of us, you know. We, um, we get a little looser at certain times of the year. Dude, I'm the, so. I'm the grill master. Who are you kidding? I know how to grill, man. I can grill some steak. Well, nice. there you go, right? So I, I like uh, meat myself, right? Steak. And I had a little bit of ribs yesterday. And I was like, I need the barbecue buster. So I broke out the Betazyme mm -hmm. and the Probezyme. And sure enough, I ate and I felt much better afterwards yeah. because I had that extra support. So you got to have a strategy going in so you can have fun. And if you partake in a little more of the provocative foods every now and then, you know, you don't have to suffer from it. In fact, Christine's yeah. mom, <laughs> the beautiful Kathleen, even uh, practiced the barbecue buster. Why don't you share that with us? Yeah, it was really cute. So she, my mom is um, much, unlike me, she's very much an introvert. Okay. So the fact that she was like going to like somebody's house for a backyard barbecue in and of itself was miraculous. I'm like, mom, you're stepping out. You're meeting more people. Are you feeling okay? So she said that, you know, they made, they made some chicken on the grill, which was okay. And, but then they had ribs and she felt obligated to take one and she wasn't sure how that was going to do. And, you know, um, she's like, and then the potato salad had onions in it. And she's like all worried about how her stomach's going to do. So I go, what'd you do? She goes, I went home and I had two probezyme and I was fine. Mm. And I'm like, yes, <laughs> go mom. <laughs> yeah, that's the assist that uh, you, you can take. And, and it's not um, in any way compromising normal digestive function. It's enhancing what should mm -hmm. already be happening. And it's not happening. And occasionally, as you say, you make that indulgent meal, you go overboard a little bit. Uh, last night we did, we got back from, uh, my daughter's uh, final play. Uh, uh, they did nine, nine, uh, uh, what do you call it? Presentations of it. The cries of freedom. She was playing Joan of Arc, uh, with song mm. dance and everything. It was really, I saw that. Congratulations. I was following you on social media and yeah. you must be a proud dad today. Yeah. I, uh, she's amazing. Just so talented. It was just so fun to watch all of the kids though, just to really enjoy and, and be patriotic and love freedom and go to the origin point and learn the history. And so it also happened to be yesterday, my daughter's 18th birthday. I just, I'm still shaking my head. It's like, wow. Oh, yeah. so Happy her, birthday. So her request was, uh, my, my wife's famous cheesecake, which is all organic, by the way, it's, fully decadent it's not I can't like wait a, to try some of that when we go out to utah to do some skiing dude, it's not vegan at all it is all in 100 percent. but it, it's just wow yeah so I we mean, had come that on, you're talking to two new yorkers who know the real deal robert is this right? legit yeah yeah i think so now of course many of the cheesecakes you get in new york they're first they're not organic they're not coming nope. from grass-fed cows and they're loaded with sugar. They're so sweet as to be cloying. I mean, you are you have enough delicious fat in cheesecake that you don't need a lot of sugar to make it happen, right? And that's the thing about the balance of those flavors. And I, I think you'd enjoy it. I think you'd appreciate it. So when you come out. Well, I can't wait. I was working on my schedule already. So a ski trip in Utah, 
this is of course work, Robert, right? Yeah, this of course. is a work a business trip. Mm -hmm. But we'll have to come out there and put the cheesecake on the uh, menu for us. I, I've okay? got thrown down the cheesecake gauntlet for you. I I'll have to it. bring the probezyme and betazyme. I can hear my and wife. The, the other favorite it. one, this is uh, Christine's secret weapon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Not only for uh, tennis domination, but mm -hmm. for uh, what we call flat abs. Like you guys have the nice flat abs. I'm working on them. So what's the flat ab bundle, Christine? Mm -hmm. um, well, that one is my uh, my favorite, really. It's having um, the pro. Is it pro oranges? Is that what we did with it? Yeah, yeah. Super, I, super shake and pro super oranges. Super shake and pro oranges. And yeah. then I, you know, it's not in the bundle officially, but I always throw Power Fuel in it because that's also orange flavored, and it just gives you that natural recovery. So I kind of have a trifecta with mine, um, but certainly that bundle is a great one. Mm. Well, and, and what is it about that, uh, that when you talk about flat abs, you think about metabolism and fat metabolism specifically, because in order to see the abs, you got to work through the visceral fat <laughs> that often covers them. Uh, so is there something about that specifically that will facilitate certain metabolic response? I don't know. It looks like Jamie froze up again, or he's thinking really hard. Yeah. You know, for, for you, there you go, Jamie. <laughs> oh, it's like the three students. You look like you're speaking really right? hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, but for years as a trainer, people would come to me and say, "Oh, I want abs and I want to lose weight around my midsection." It's like, look, the body does not prioritize where it's going to lose weight. You hold more around the midsection, so mm -hmm. that's why people want to lose more around the midsection. What we found, and I know you guys know this, but the food nowadays, even the healthy food, is very toxic. Right? There's a lot of chemicals in it. And people are holding on because all those toxins get stored in the fat cells. And what I did this year was a personal experiment. So it's been six months now. Mm -hmm. I do at least one shake a day, often two or three shakes each day, because this is food. Super shake, best way, ultimate shake, um, the Nido Keto, and all of our colors, the reds, greens, orange. These are food, right? And if you treat them like food and use them as food replacements, um, you'll be pleasantly surprised at the results. So one is the Super Shake has no sugar in it, right? So it's got the right amount of non-GMO vegan protein. The fat source is MCT oil. So when you hear fats, it got a bad name, right, in the uh, 80s. You know, fat became a four-letter word. So the fats are not all the same, right? So the MCT oil is actually fat you burn as energy. So when you're in the gym, Robert, and Christine's uh, kicking butt on a tennis court, your body wants to burn fat as fuel, right? But it's got to be the right fat. So the Super Shake has the right protein, the right fat, and the right mm -hmm. fiber without sugar. So it gives you the body the, the nutrients it needs to naturally stimulate fat burning. Right. Well, And, and we, that's we, when sugars are really low. And, and Jamie, the vast majority of our fellow Americans are not burning fat for fuel because they, they become so dependent because of the mineral deficiencies and also the diet on the refined carbohydrates for instant, you know, the energy, so to speak, and they can't convert. And that becomes problematic. It can even be diagnosed as, you know, di diabetes, you know, diabetes diet and things like that. Uh, so these things will facilitate because, as you point out, they're food. They're bringing in the things that the body can utilize to metabolize that which we are designed to, stored energy, convert very easily. This comes back to the, you know, the difference in me from my early years when I was chronically ill and hypoglycemic. 
I couldn't go an hour or two without having to eat something. If anybody's ever felt that or feels that now, it's critical mineral deficiencies as well that are in play here. And now, you know, every Friday fast, it used to be a challenge. I, I remember, you know, growing up Jewish once a year, Yom Kippur, you'd fast for 24 hours. It's like you're dying as a kid trying to get it through a few hours. And now it's like doing a 24 hour fast is like nothing. I mean, I, mean, I may have to extend it, but it's still a good discipline to show that your body is when you're not craving uncontrollable hunger in that time frame of not eating that your body knows, Hey, no problem. We got plenty of energy and it gets it. And it's not difficult. Like for many, it would be right now. I want to say metabolically, you can change your body's response by doing the things we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. The great thing is you can do it in one meal, right? It mm -hmm. doesn't take weeks or months. And then when you add the per oranges on that has all the nutrients in it to give your neurotransmitters a non-caffeinated pop right so you have more mental energy right it also has things you know like green coffee bean that balance out blood sugars and you mentioned the consumption of refined carbohydrates so people use these as stimulants right and what you find is that when your body only has a capacity to hold roughly depending on the muscle maybe 400 500 grams of carbs right so when your gas tank is full of carbs any other carbs you eat get stored as fat. And what happens to the bad fat people eat? It gets instantly stored as fat, right? So that's where people get in trouble is when they have that high sugar diet. And um, Christine, maybe you can share with us, how do you feel mentally when you're doing the super shake and the oranges? Robert, she cheats, she adds in the power fuel, but you know, we'll, we'll let that one out of the bag here. But no, seriously, I've seen her on the tennis court. You want to talk about aggressive, hmm. wow. So I think it, um, I certainly think it helps you focus and gives you mental clarity, but I also feel it like it's like cellular energy, right? Like I feel um, it's, it's different than like a caffeine buzz. Like you just feel like you've got this, you know, energy source that's going on in your body and you're able to perform, I think for me, at least at a higher level, <clears throat> taking that um, as a support. And like I said, I do add in the power fuel because it helps with recovery and you know, being a, an athlete of a certain age, um, you can always use help with recovery. That's kind of the key, I think, to longevity and, you know, really being able to stay out there. Yeah, you bring up a great point, right? Um, stimulant versus cellular energy, right? Yeah. When you artificially stimulate, you're going to get that quick peak, then you're going to come crashing down. When you feed the body the cell, the actual mitochondria, that's what she's referring to with that cellular energy, that's like getting the blast furnace going. You're, you're constantly putting those logs in there to get burned. The body will burn and operate at a much higher level. Do you crash at the end, Christine? No, not at all. No. Mm -hmm. She's uh, out there playing real hard. It's super hot down there. And, you know, I saw her in action making a big comeback when they were down mm -hmm. against the number one team and stormed back. And, you know, seriously, she says it's because of the nutrients she's taken in. It's made yeah. a big difference. So... I like combining any of our shakes with any of the colors and you mm -hmm. can use them interchangeably depending on what your goals are. You know, maybe you're not eating a lot of greens that weekend. Maybe you're competing. You want to do the oranges. So you can interchange those because the next one on our list is really uh, one of our sleeping giants is the focus food, right? Think about how many people we know that are suffering with either depression, anxiety, uh, lack of focus. And really, lack of mental energy is really what it comes down to. Robert, how many people say they're tired, but they haven't done anything? How can they be physically tired? Usually, they're mentally tired 
So mm -hmm. we like to take the best whey protein with the pro purples that we fortify with brain nutrients like PQQ and alpha GPC. These are really sophisticated patent and research trademark ingredients that work directly on the neurotransmitters to give you better focus, to give you better energy, to be able to maintain your mood so you're not going up and down all day. Because mm -hmm. usually that's following somebody's blood sugar cycles, right? And their stimulants. It's up and down all day and they crash in the afternoon. There's no crash. I mean, this energy on this uh, Zoom is incredible, right? Most people right now are looking for another um, stimulant to pick them back up for the rest of the day. But when you give the body the right nutrients and the brain the right nutrients, it's going to operate at a much higher level. And think about the brain, for example. It's about three pounds of our total body weight, right? And it burns about 30% of our energy is used by the brain. And you wonder why people are suffering from so many um, psychological disorders these days. It's because they're not getting the right nutrients in. Yeah. Yep. Well, you mentioned that Christine comes off the court and still has energy even after you fight back. And I've experienced that as well. And that um, part of the process that I talk about trying to put weight on is that because I wasn't hungry, I wasn't eating much. Therefore, it's like, how are you going to put more weight? I mean, some of it has to do with what you put in the body. It's not nothing. <laughs> and so I had to really make a concerted effort in that sense. Now, it's, again, wonderful, empowering thing to know. For any of you out there, I just want you to think about this, that can't go an hour or two between meals without being in that state of hunger or hypoglycemia. How amazing it is if you felt that way and overcome it. How does that make you feel in terms of your fear of being out in the world and not having access to things? It's like, what if you don't have access to the thing? And are you okay or not? Now, I've been there. That's why I appreciate so much to be able to do what I do today. And even after the workout coming back, I could go without eating for another couple hours. Then I got to do the show. Then it'll have to be after the show. And I was doing that for a while. I'm like, I'm wondering why I'm not putting on any weight, <laughs> you know, or maintaining it. Uh, you know, it was all muscle and no fat and we still need fat. That's the point of, you know, the obsession with you. You talked about Jamie in the eighties, we were told fat was you know bad. And of course it's really corrupted our metabolism. And of course we do differentiate between fat that is toxic, right. And inflammatory and that which is healthful and sustains life. Uh, and you know, that we might need to make reminders about that from time to time, because still even the natural quote unquote media doesn't get that right. They still fear fat. And I'm just like, Oh, every time I hear it, I just want to shake somebody and go, stop it. Let's talk specifically about the quality, the ingredients. And then you see how it manifests in your health, your ability to sustain energy as we, you know, whether we're at an athletic endeavor or your point, Jamie, the mental acuity that we must maintain if we're really engaged in scientific discovery or inquiry or, uh, you know, some kind of learning process. Yeah. People ask me and Christine and probably you all the time, like, Oh, you guys have so much energy. Where do you get that from? Don't you ever get tired? I, you, I yawned last week and someone said, I never saw you yawn before, right? I said, I had a couple of long nights. So, you know, yeah. we were up working late, working hard. And I said, all right, I yawned once. But for the most part, if you can control your blood sugar, you will feel much better mentally first. The first thing people report back is I have more mental energy and I feel like I'm in control. I'm not having the cravings I have, right? So there's a lot of ways you can do this. I like having the shakes every day. And then you look at the um, whole factor of cost, right? So, Christine, I mean, um, you know, you go grocery store shopping. How much is food? We go out to eat on the road. What is a lunch cost? You went out to lunch today. What does it cost when you go out to eat? 
Yeah, it was like 30 bucks for a salad that I shared with my aunt. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say you got off good for two people. That's for one <laughs> salad. Well, we had water. Okay, we had like a salad, a Greek salad for two, which was amazing, right? Little gyro meat on the side. And uh, yeah, it was 30 bucks. Like easy. Yeah. And we just both what I love about the uh, the food based shakes and supplements, right? These are foods. Some companies call them medical foods. Um, these are, you know, look at your grocery store, the budget busters, right? Right. This is a way that you can get better quality of food, Robert, at a fraction of the cost. You can do the super shake with the pro purples or the best way with the purples, right? Or the oranges. And for that whole shake, it's going to cost you less than four bucks. Like you can't get those meal. nutrients anywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. also have the ultimate shake and pro reds as one of our bundles as well for food. And so that's one of the things that we talk to people about is like, consider it part of your grocery budget, right? It can replace one meal, two meals. Um, and, you know, especially if you're trying to focus on weight or weight loss, um, some people, you know, I know we're going to talk about um, my probably my second favorite bundle the have your cake, where we've got glucolize and berberine plus. And the reason why that one is so popular right now, where berberine is actually a big buzz in the in the news media these days, um, because people are wanting to use diabetes drugs to help lose weight. Right. Um, they're getting ozempic face and all this other kind of stuff. Well, berberine has a lot of the properties that helps people, um, you know, lose weight and manage the sugar. Um, and so, you know, if you're going to have desserts, um, you know, you're yeah. at a backyard barbecue or something, certainly glucolize and berberine together can help. Um, but I also love it as if you are like doing a weight loss program. One of the things Jamie was um, we were at um, a conference recently and he was talking to some doctors about, look, I've got people that are on these drugs to lose weight, but I can't get them to eat. And then they wait till the end of the day and then they mm -hmm. eat all the wrong stuff because they're starving. Um, so we talked about, well, what kind of a shake could we give them in the morning? Because even just the idea of having a shake, like a drink, as opposed to eating also helps when people are trying to lose weight. Right. So even the psychology of working a shake into your into your morning can help even if you're looking at one of those programs for the, the weight loss. Yeah, I, I consider a lot of what's going on right now with these diabetic drugs as a non-surgical bariatric surgery, right? Right. Because yeah. they're not able to eat enough food. And I understand, right? It, people do whatever it takes if they're desperate. Um, however, even if you're doing intermittent fasting or you're doing uh, these type of medications or whatever your program is, at some point you need to eat, right? And you need to give your body the quality of nutrients. That's why when we did, years ago, we did work with Dr. Lee Trotta out of Nevada. He was a bariatric surgeon. And he did studies looking at using the shake versus not using the shake. And he found that a much greater weight loss was from fat as compared to muscle when he got the liquid protein and nutrients in, like we do our ultimate shake, that includes the vitamin and mineral also. So regardless of how you're going about it, if you're doing uh, Ozempic or you're doing um, intermittent fasting or you're just working out like you guys and trying to maintain good muscle, you need to do the shakes because it's the most bioavailable form of food you're going to get at a fraction of the cost. It's convenient. You can take it anywhere with you and you can customize it. Christine mentioned the ultimate shake in the reds. We got the greens, oranges, purples. You can customize it based on where you are and what your goals are even that day if you want to go mm -hmm. out and you know, lift like you are or dominate the tennis courts 
uh, regardless of where you're going or me, I'm like to go and hang out on the boat. That was my workout yesterday. <laughs> so wherever you're going and whatever you're doing, you can utilize the shakes as food to help get you there a lot quicker and in a more healthy way. Yeah. And, and I'm, by the way, I'm not lifting a lot. Mine's more of the, the intense training with a little bit of weight. And I'm like, now I look at Bobby Kennedy at 69. I'm like, well, I'm going to have to go to the weight room too. If that's the case, you know, that's the next phase of, of all of this. And by the way, the, you know, the Ozempic, um, you know, they talk about Ozempic face. You're not going to get berberine, butt. you know, there's, no <laughs> neg- there's not a negative aspect to doing the berberine, like with the Ozempic, you're going to actually have some good effects without the, you know, and your point, Jamie, to say that uh, about a non, uh, a non-surgical bariatric surgery, right? Yeah. You know how devastating those surgeries are. And you recognize the desperation people face when they do that, but they often are not getting guidance in nutrition like we would, you know, they're getting nutrition from people who are basically subsidiaries of, of J and J and various pharmaceutical companies, right? That's not what we're talking about in terms of food and nutrition. It's not synthetic coal tar that we're talking about. We're talking about food and you supplement real food and you get it in in a concentrated manner. And, and you pointed out the economics of this going out for a salad for 30 bucks. I mean, it's yeah. changed a lot. So I want yeah. people to think serious about that. And plus, as far as I know, Jamie hasn't said you can't double dip. So if you got the RC 15 code, you get it I like it all. to double dip, then, Robert. You know that. Uh, you know. I know. You guys are awesome that way where you put these deals you know, together and then the Robert Scott Bell family show family gets to go, yeah, I'm taking more of it off later. Now you guys also, if you're healthcare providers and many of you are, you also, if you haven't already set up wholesale professional accounts, many of the doctors out there have, which is great, but however you interface with nutritional frontiers, or if you happen to be in Pittsburgh and get to the Weiner wellness clinic, which is an amazing place. I love it. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities to learn both locally and you do those things online, uh, you know, through social media, which is fun. So um, you guys, yeah, are I'm on. getting quite a few texts as the kids said, my phone's blowing up right now. They want to, they want to know, um, these are my friends, believe it or not. Mm-hmm. How did the shakes taste and did they make you bloated? So I'll ask Christine because oh my God. these are actually my friends asking me. Are you problem. kidding me? Imagine what my enemies would say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, obviously, that's the biggest thing for me. They taste amazing, right? They taste great. Um, I was actually just thinking about it. Robert, you said that Jay, uh, Jamie had sent you super creatine. Mm-hmm. Um, did you get proline greens, our new chocolate proline greens? Did that come in the mail yet? No, I didn't get that, but it's okay. Uh, look, what is that hard thing? What are you doing there with that? Come on, Jay. <laughs> How did that not happen? That is so on you. It's fresh off the truck, Robert. This thing hasn't even cooled down yet. Look, I mean, come when, on. When's the last time I complained? Jamie, hey, where's my stuff? No, that's not hey, what I, I do. I know a guy, Robert. I know a guy, so yeah. don't worry. It's, it's we'll, on the we'll, way. We'll put so, it in. And, and you know how critical this has become, you know, as Judy Mikovits is educating people, Tracy, our friend, Tracy Straup as well. She's amazing. And we had a, a wonderful weekend talking about the various metabolic pathways and how these things fit in together. And uh, I just... I'm, I'm so grateful because, you know, many of us and a lot of people in this audience are really into the, 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 the minutia, you know, not everybody. I recognize that. But at some point, you just want to hear tastes great. <laughs> That's OK, yeah. too. Right. I can do it. Yeah. It tastes great. And I won't bloat for James. There you friends. go. Exactly. But I mean, I will tell you. So we um, Robert, we did um, to Zach Dorley's credit. Um, we just released, actually, we will, by the middle of July, have released six new products in six weeks, which is freaking amazing. Wow. Um, 
So one of them happens to be the proline greens we just released right before the 4th of July. So I'm sure it's held up in freight all the way, making its way from Pittsburgh to Utah, you know, with the holiday. It's probably just delayed. But I will tell you, the chocolate greens taste amazing. You could just mix those with water. And it's better than like a kid when we used to think Nestle's Quick was an okay thing to do. It's absolutely delicious. And I'm pretty picky when it comes to chocolate. So Mm. I was impressed with it. Uh, She's pretty picky when it comes to anything. So don't don't put chocolate (laughs) as a caveat. Robert, can you you tell she likes it? Yes, I can I tell. Mean, he was in Utah. I got to ship it by Pony Express to get out there. Come on, <laughs> give thinking, me a break. I have a sense that Christine got the shipment and took it. And it's like, I did. Robert. I took it and ran, Robert. Yeah, like, don't be, I had to be in, in Pittsburgh when they came in. So. You know better. Oh, I know. I did. I hijacked one, brought it with me in my suitcase. But oh, it's, re- it's actually super, super good. No, right. the cool um, thing is when you do get one eventually, seriously, mm-hmm. open it and just smell it for a minute because the, the chocolate smells so good in there. Yeah, and uh, we had to get the high pristine um, you know, chocolate <laughs> flavor. Mm-hmm. So make sure that you take a little uh, smell of that, and then uh, let the wife have some. I think she, she's going to like it. We'll do that. Now, uh, I always want to remind folks about upcoming events that we have. I know there's a big one, uh, Pittsburgh, coming up in October. Uh, but are there any you know smaller events that you're doing around the region, various regions? I try to promote because we've got listeners everywhere, and they they might not know about it. It's like, oh, it could be in your town, so. Yeah, the biggest one coming up is our Wellness Week. That's at World of Wellness right in Pittsburgh, PA, where I'm sitting right now. This is our wellness center, one of the um, only companies I'm aware of that has not only the business-to-business with Nutritional Frontiers, but we also have the business consumer at the wellness center. That's going on from Saturday, July 15th through Saturday, July 22nd. Mm-hmm. And this is a huge event. I mean, we got some national headline speakers coming in. And uh, we didn't spare any expense on this one. We wanted to make sure it was a great event for summertime. And uh, on the first weekend, we have 7.7 Nutrition, home of Paulina, right, and Taylor coming all the way down from Michigan. They're super excited to bring their program in to teach people really the most important thing is how to implement this program. And she's got a lot of cool little tricks of the trade, right, like, what do you eat first in the day really to stimulate the metabolism? You know, it's got to be protein and fat, not sugar. You know, if you're going to partake, like you said, in a little bit of alcohol, you know, she has that bundle that we call cheers where, hey, you can do it, but make sure you're taking your live clear too. And maybe the woman's complete that day. So she's going to be in the first weekend. Mm-hmm. Then the next weekend, we have the creator of the soul intelligence, the one and only Christine Glein. You coming to town? I am coming to town. I will be in awesome. for wellness week. Yeah. I'm excited. What are you going to be talking about? What am I going to be talking about? Um, you know, the root cause of um, all disease, which is, you know, typically um, pooled energy or blocked energy within um, your emotional body, um, which then transitions to your physical body, right? Our mental, emotional um, bodies actually influence what happens in the physical. So if we can get to the root cause, the energetic root cause of what's causing that in the first place, we can help somebody heal quicker and more fully. Mm-hmm. And part of it is the discovery of your passion in life to be able to live that. And, mm. and so much of this that we talk about, what motivates me to help people to get well is not only because I suffered and got well, but to find people able to maybe for the first time suddenly discover, 
I'm here for this. I couldn't focus on any of that because I was so ill. I was so chronically, everything was just debilitating me. And just to free up that energy. You, and you talked about the emotional aspect. Soul intelligence is what you do. It's, it's about more than just the physical reality, but recognizing that without that physical body that we're working through, we are limited in many ways in our ability to achieve everything that you know balances out and rounds out our life. And that makes the smile very natural every day, you know, to wake up and go, I'm excited for the day as opposed to, oh, I got to deal with this. I don't know if I'm going to get through it for the day. So a lot of where you go, and again, I, I applaud Jamie for bringing you in on this because it takes everything we talk about to the next level. Yeah, what's really great is um, I'm actually training other healthcare professionals to add this to their practice, right? Because most of the time when, um, you know, patients come in, they're not only talking about the physical symptoms, but you know, as part of the history, the doctor wants to know, well, what's going on in your personal life? What's going on in your family life? What's going on in your work life? And inevitably to get that full picture, a lot of what needs to be solved or what needs to shift really has to do with the mental and emotional state of somebody, right? To heal completely. And we know if you keep telling yourselves the same story over and over again, you're and expect different results. That's the definition of insanity, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to support the body physically, mentally, and emotionally. So it's it being able to operate on all those levels. Yeah. Yeah. The old days of working out and eating good are not enough anymore. Mm -hmm. This world we live in now and you know, some of the things that people do every day, not only their food, but, you know, the, the news and watching TV and, you know, uh, sitting around a lot and not laughing. Like we love to laugh, right? It it makes you feel good. So the, the mind, body, and soul intelligence is where not only the world of wellness, but nutritional frontiers is going under the leadership, of course, of Christine. And we're very grateful she's joined the team and uh, has such an impact on everyone, myself included. And uh, we're excited she's going to be at the world of wellness. This is for healthcare professionals for consumers, for patients. You don't need to even be a customer. This is free. Uh, we do everything, including workshops, demonstrations. We're going to be in the smoothie bar. Um, you've been there before, Robert. Did Joe actually yeah. make your smoothie? Joe, I wasn't yeah. there. We, yeah, we were doing some purples that day. Uh, oh, <laughs> purple haze. Yeah. I like it. Flashback. Me out in a purple haze. Time. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, you never know what's going to happen when you come to the wellness center. You can go into a little flashback mode. I can break mm -hmm. out the chocolate peanut butter cup. You know, you can uh, check out some testing that we have. Um, then we're going to have Dr. Barbara Kowski. Mm -hmm. This guy is in over 40 countries, Robert. We got to get this program on your program. It's yeah. the Organo Coffee, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not only coffee, but this is coffee, tea, and hot chocolate. It's good and, stuff. Uh, I, when we were at the last event that you hosted down in Florida, I was drinking it during the day. That was nice. Yeah, I think, um, you know, it might be a good topic for next month to get people mm -hmm. involved because there's really three components of the program, right? One is just consume coffee, tea, or hot chocolate. Who doesn't do that, right? Mm -hmm. Second is you can do it as a wholesaler if you're a healthcare professional, right? And thirdly, you can get into the business model. So it's a really cool business. And if you look at some of the ingredients in these, these adaptogens, there's over 25 case studies and peer-reviewed journals on the benefits of these mushroom extracts for cancer and immune function. Um, I do notice when I drink it, I had one this morning, is uh, I like to drink coffee, right? And when I do the organo, I don't crave as much coffee throughout the day. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, wait a minute. I'm usually wanting another one right now, but I don't. I'm drinking water. 
And Bob said, you know, it's from the adaptogens. You're, you're not stimulating and crashing all day long. It's right. more of a balance to the adrenals. And who doesn't need that? So we'll have him the second weekend in. This is a jam-packed event. We have incredible people coming in, Paulina, Christine, and Dr. Bob. And then we're going to have people Zooming in from all over. So you don't need to be locally. You can come from anywhere via Zoom. You can also go to our website, wow, W-O-W-P-G-H.com. There are some extra savings for people to go on there. And we carry not only Nutritional Frontiers product lines, mm -hmm. but other formulations too. And yeah. we have all kinds of cool stuff in, in the in the wellness center, including the uh, infrared saunas you promote with yeah. Phil's group. there, and, and you guys got the Sovereign Copper in the clinic there as well. Yeah, great, Seth so. Quinto. Yeah. We're trying to get yeah. Tatiana up here. I don't know, which we're, we're doing our best, if not this time, maybe in the fall. Sure. But Seth and the team have been uh, overwhelmingly uh, generous uh, to our team with samples. So mm -hmm. we give out full bottles at the event. Um, we saw these new, really cool, um, I call them bioposture pillows, right? They were made of an all-natural ingredient that, um, you know, I love to use uh, the pillows. So we got a lot of cool stuff going on. WowPGH.com. Mm -hmm. You can also call the office at 412-922-WELL if you have any questions, or you can email us directly. Also, I see on the upcoming events list, because we have our long list for the show and all the events I'll go to, um, on your page at Nutritional Frontiers, the September 7th, we have a lot of listeners from my back home where I was in Orlando area. Yeah. Uh, looks like at the Renaissance Orlando SeaWorld, there's a big uh, VIP dinner there, and that's September 7th. And then Atlanta, both of those places where I've lived. Uh, and I've got a lot of folks that live out there in Atlanta. VIP dinner September 21st at the hotel at Avalon autograph collection, Avalon Boulevard, Alpharetta. Okay. So mm -hmm. um, anyway, I just want folks to know, you know, where I've got listeners everywhere. They might want to, they don't realize stuff's happening in their own backyard. Sometimes they can uh, plug in. Yeah. We've also got an event in Houston that we're doing September 14th as well. Oh, oh right. Houston. We got a problem. Rob. <laughs> in, in the gallery area. Okay. Got to add that to the list here so we can uh, promote that. I know I've got, Healing Strong, which is a great group out of Atlanta, uh, having her 10-year anniversary in Houston. I don't even know what the date is. Super Don's got it in the upcoming events. So that's one of the events I'll be attending and speaking at uh, oh, coming up as well. Healing Strong in Atlanta? Yeah, Healing Strong. They, they've been a wonderful group. In, in uh, You'd call it a cancer support group, but it's more than that because it's plugging people into ways to overcome it and sharing those. There it is. Uh, that used to oh. have a solution, they say. And that's uh, that looks like September 29th and 30th in Houston, Texas. And uh, we'll be there for that event. And that one, uh, we were that 10 years ago with my buddy Ty Bollinger. We were speaking at their event in Atlanta. Uh, and it was such a sensational, you know, thing where people were sharing stories of overcoming cancer 10, 20, you know, more years. And that's the kind of stuff we need to share. Because as you know, out there in the, in the quote unquote regular world that don't know this, they think it's a death sentence. And it's like, there's so much we could be doing and so much we are doing. And, and so it's the same point of as we rise in, our reach uh we are reaching new people all the time even though we've been doing this for a long time i've got to remember always new folks coming on board they're like this is completely a shock this world exists even i know that's the fun part is when someone has an aha moment mm -hmm. and they're usually mad like how come i didn't know about this before yeah it's like well it's out there and the more we can spread the word so we'll be in orlando on the 7th 
Houston on the 14th and then Atlanta on the 21st and September. We, yeah. we were, um, yeah, September. So these are VIP dinners. They're really nice, cozy, intimate evenings where we get to really break bread and bond together and have a drink and learn from the experts and, you know, share in our successes and some of our challenges. So they're really nice events. Uh, we are 100% invested in bringing the communities together and, we had such a uh, warm welcome and reception in Houston. We, we figured we had to go back, right, Christine? They were so nice to us down there. Absolutely. Absolutely. It was a great And then movie. we're, we're going to bring it together at the end of September with the next wellness event that is going on from the um, 23rd to the 30th of September. And that leads us, Robert, right into our big fall national event right here in Pittsburgh, PA, the first weekend in October. We're going the 6th, 7th, and 8th. This is going to be our biggest and best event ever right here in our home base. Yeah, and that's an upcoming events. You'll see that in our tab as well. And and I'd love for all of y'all to consider being there. I know there's a lot of events happening. And uh, you just I, if you're not sure where to go, just sit and pray on it a little bit. Find out where you need to be because sometimes uh, the, the world opens up when you hit these events and meet people that you would not have met because you went out of your comfort zone and actually went somewhere and attended uh, and, and those are the things. And you'll make lifelong friendships. Uh, you know, you could be on this planet already for whatever it is. What are you, 31 there, Christine? And uh, oh, wait, no, that keep was Keep rewinding. Keep rewinding. Yeah. But, you know, however many years you're on, it's like, well, I've met all the friends I'm going to meet. No, you'll be shocked by how many wonderful people that you have not met that you'll find you'll have a bond with at these events. And, and that's the thing about what you're doing is providing this wonderful, I don't want to call it a safe space because – uh, that's not what we're talking about. People are really engaging and, 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 and even challenging our worldviews about things, but we're also much better for it to come together like that. And, and it's just a thrill that, you know, I think the memories we've already created at a number of these events. So if, if I'm not enticing y'all enough to consider being at one of these events, I don't know, I'm not doing my job because this is a big part of what excited, my Robert. I, I love it. And yeah, it is a safe space. The only thing you got to bring is an open heart and open yeah. head, right? Yeah. Open because mind, you yeah. come there at open mind and open heart. You never know. Like you said, once things open up, you never know it's going to come flowing through. And we built this incredible community and we're just getting started, right, Christine? We're like brand new at this together, this new team. And we're excited where the future's going because when everyone else sat home and, and ordered uh, Mickey D's and watched the news the last few years, we were out there rolling up the sleeves and working hard. And I think our team and our community become much stronger because of it. And that's the exciting part is we are ready now more than ever to really make the world healthy. And that's the mission we're on. Mm -hmm. And uh, we need to continue to grow our community. So if you're in these areas or you know people, let them know about it. Um, never too far to travel, right? We're planning on the Amalfi Coast in, in 2025. So we got big visions ahead. Oh, man. <laughs> you yeah. in on that? You in on that? I I just heard it and I'm like, did I hear what he just said? Yeah, uh, you did. Wow. Yeah, you did. I'm going to take some more uh, CBD here. Uh, <laughs> I know. Getting through customs. But other mm, than that, we'll be right. okay. Uh, by the way, uh, RSB15, even on the wonderful certified organic U.S. grown hemp CBD products from uh, Nutritional Frontiers, you can go to, uh, well, there's some, gosh, man, there's so many things that you guys are doing. I can't keep up and I'm so glad we get to connect on this so that I don't get too far behind on all that you're doing. The adventure again, since Christine, you came on board, I've been witnessing is just astonishing. Again, the, it's not only the energy you bring, but the practical tools 
you know, the skills that we all need to take our, our healing and our growth to the next level. Um, it's not the same thing that you think. And you bring that in and you've lightened up a lot of people's lives. And I appreciate that. Oh, thank you so much, Robert. Really appreciate it. It's been it's been fun. It's been a pleasure. And, you know, it's really neat to be able to see the impact. You know, I, I spend time in some of our healthcare professionals offices working with their clients as well as them. Um, and they're blown away with how how significantly somebody can shift and how quickly mm-hmm. um, when you can bring some of that stuff up from that subconscious to the conscious mind and have it be released and not have to relive the trauma that caused caused the injury or caused the mm-hmm. impact in the first place. Yeah, it's huge. Now, as we wrap up here, we got a, a minute or so before we got to go. Super. What? Yeah, no, Super Don's got to show his face already. before you're... Did you fast forward the clocks here? What's going on? I didn't. We're having too I much fun. I just get warmed up, Rob. We're right? in Kairos time. Time disappears here on, on the RSP show. We <laughs> don't pay Don. attention to clocks anymore, Robert. Fifth Come dimension. on. This is why I bring in the heavy hitter, my producer, to tell me what time it is. Am I making that up, <laughs> Super Don? Where are we at? There you are. You need a watch? I, no, I, need, I need to send you a watch or something. I need a referee, I think, at this point. By the way, I haven't had a chance to show this yet, but today is your, your what, your 29th wedding anniversary? It was actually technically yesterday, but I, that, yesterday? that picture re, re, re-emerged today. If you oh, want to see me. Everything on the 4th of July. Oh! Yeah, there it is. Oh. 29 years ago yesterday, yeah. Congratulations. Uh, yeah. Had more hair and it was browner. You could see that. <laughs> my wife looks the same, but uh, me, I got, you know. Anyway, but oh. yes, thanks. What a great picture. Congratulations. Yeah, that's wild. 29 years already. That's crazy. And again, having a, now my, both my kids are technically adults. That's just not, that's just weird. Oh, it's so fun, Robert. Enjoy it. Yes. <laughs> I love that my kids are It's a are transition. Adults. It takes a little time to get used to, but yeah, yeah about yeah. an hour or two, right? Christine? I need some soul and in, soul intelligence, Christine, help me through this. Transition. I will. I will totally help you with it. It's a blast. Just oh. get ready. I appreciate it. Well, remember the code RSP15 for Nutritional Frontiers, all that they do and the events we mentioned. And, uh, you know, anytime there's breaking news, you guys, you know, you're we're here for you to let the world know. Uh, so uh, anything. And Robert, if people pay attention to our social media this week um, mm-hmm. and for the next couple of weeks, we're announcing each one of those um, wonderful um Christmas bundles. bundles okay um, every single day so they'll if you check out nutritional frontiers or the world of wellness um, you can actually see what we're releasing each day so um, you know just like a new Christmas present to unwrap every single day um, you'll get to see starting um, Monday um, every single day which which of our bundles we're releasing so we covered a good number of them but there's a whole bunch that we didn't actually cover so if you're interested and you're excited and you want to know, Go check it out, and they will be on sale um, throughout the month of July. Awesome. Take advantage of it, y'all, and thank you for your wonderful support of the message of health, freedom, and healing liberty we give out six days a week here as well, and uh, look forward to seeing you both. And, and again, love to the whole uh, Nutritional Frontiers family from me, the hugs that we'd send you, uh, and I hope, hopefully my uh, audience is very annoying for you that they call up all the time. <laughs> Yeah, it's the only thing we ask is, look, we, we really love what we do. We're helping a lot of people. Um, Robert's so generous with all the education. I mean, the lineup of speakers and guests you have on your show is second to none. You know, the only thing we ask is whenever you can to support us. If you need um, samples, we have the travel sizes. We have the shaker bottles. we got a lot of cool stuff, the recipe books, and, you know, all the great education. If you can't make it live, join us via stream or Go to our website, Nutritional Frontiers, and we have over 40 free professional training events you can check out uh, amongst all of our videos. 
Yeah, yeah, you made them available. I appreciate that as well. So, guys, uh, until uh, next time or sooner, uh, thank you for being here. And uh, we got a bonus round coming up. I don't know what Super Don's going to talk about here. Actually, I, I cause him to go gulp. What is he going to say? That happens sometimes in the bonus round. But thank you guys for being here. And remember, God's honest truth, the power to heal is yours. Hey, bonus round. Super Don, what are we doing? I don't know. A lively show today. He's just that second hour. Yeah, it was good. Oh, it always is. It always is when you get uh, Jamie and and, and, and anybody else on. But, <laughs> you know, the the first hour is like I didn't honestly coming off of the holiday uh, day. You know, if you will, we took yeah. the, the day. Uh, it was. Uh, I felt like, oh man, am I being a you know a doggy downer in that? It was like a more of. It reminded me of like, oh, there you go monologuing again. Mm. Uh, the, the idea of when you're going up against a supervillain, if you're, you know, if you're James Bond or some other superhero and you start monologuing to delay the attacks or something, but try to pa- cause people to pause and think a little bit more deeply about what we just, you know, supposedly or hopefully actually celebrated in terms of our, uh, the history of our independence in America. And, you know, where we've fallen short, why, and the history and the basics and things. And having gone through, you know, uh, the uh, performances my daughter and many of her friends did with the cries of freedom going back through that history. And uh, for those of you who hadn't seen it, I think we did play it one of the days. I don't know which day. Did we play it on Monday? Yeah, we played part of it. uh, Bonus round? Yeah. If you want to see it, it was fun. So, you know, it means a lot to me and many of you. It does mean a lot to you. Uh, this this day that we've just come through the Independence Day holiday, uh, but I, I you know, and we played Michael Badnarik, our dearly departed friend, one of the best friends you could ever have in life, and uh, he he, uh, you, I think you pulled the last two years of of you did one hour from each last two years. Yeah, there was the final one. Yeah, that uh, that we did, and we knew it was going to be his last and one. You knew, I mean, yeah, yeah we we were aware. Of, of what the situation was and then the one prior to that was that one that i had it went psychedelic right where his camera went funky funny yeah 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 so yeah but i'm glad we have the ability to uh make sure those people that those souls that have been with us in this time and have moved on that what they've contributed to us continues to be able to contribute and and i mentioned that in, in regards to that tweet from that yellow dog democrat remember i was talking about rights come from god not government and, you know, then, then he went in on a thing about socialized medicine as if that's a right. And I, I just, I think I tweeted this out. I said, look, chapter two of Good to be King, Michael's most wonderful book, uh, is available for free online as a PDF. And I, I think I dropped it into you for you, uh, for those that are new that haven't seen this. And you can, you can actually um, put it in the chat room if you don't mind, grab it and the PDF of chapter two of his book goes into the difference between rights and privileges. It's as important as any chapter of any book ever written, especially when it comes to the cause of freedom it, it, to, to misunderstand or mistake a right for a privilege or vice versa is a fundamental mistake. And it causes us to do all kinds of horrible things and end up not, let's say, if you believe in what you say, I believe in freedom. And then you, you don't know the difference. You could end up in very awkward places. Let me just say that. So uh, I would encourage you, if you can grab that and drop that in the chat room. Um, I'm yes. tapping it up right now. Oh, thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, and it'll 
get there eventually. Okay. I was talking to my friend Rachel, who who we had one on on as a Zoom AMA special guest many many months ago. Uh, so I was, she would di- dish the dirt on me as you know someone going to the gym where she has owns and operates it, and she's also um, the lead singer and the leader of if I, if I can say that of the band. I think it's called No Limits. Like I think it's like number one number two cover band in the nation as far as playing. Yeah. And they're so amazing, and that's the one I got. I did my stage debut on many months ago now where she brought me on stage and I sang sweet Caroline. And it's not even, as you know, my favorite song of many diamond songs, but it's the one everybody, you know, loves to sing and dance to and do the bop, bop, bop stuff. Mm-hmm. But, uh, she got back, she, she was doing a, a bar mitzvah. She gets hired for like high end stuff and, and up in Montana. And I said, how'd it go? Cause I told her to sing, uh, you know, the Hava Nagila, you know, Hava Nagila, Hava Nagila, course, Hava sure. Nagila. Yeah. So you see, so you dance the horror. And I said, sing it like this sing have a tequila, have a tequila. Uh, and she's like, no, we didn't do that. But the, the lady or whoever hired her said, yeah, we, we know you're not Jewish, but that was the best horror ever. <laughs> so they're just that talented. If you ever get to see them, uh, just a funny aside in that regard. So, Hey, shout out Michael Bolden joining us for the bonus round. When's our next uh, session for, uh, michael to join us because he couldn't last time we had you trying to pretend you were him in a helium voice uh let's take a look at the calendar and i'll i'll let you know mm-hmm. <clears throat> it could be this friday i'm hoping it could be that would be amazing it sounds sounds maybe like it could be let's see here yes it is yay yep so this friday this friday 7th. as long as he's feeling up to it michael bolden friday that's great and he missed the the great jam that you've made for him i can't believe he didn't show up based on that alone your intro is a, is just sensational i don't even have an intro as good as that what are you talking about the michael bolden intro intro for i when think he's the on. show intro is pretty cool okay i like the surf music I'm just jealous i guess you want a new intro do i need to make <laughs> so, a new intro? well we used to be rock and roll and that you know now we're well that's know. why that's the surf music's not rock and roll enough for you I don't know. You listen well, to Neil th- Diamond. Are you kidding me? True, and Dolly Parton. Come on, man. Dolly Parton's now in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's an electric you know, guitar. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> on a flute or something. Okay. Hey, what do we, you know, next, not this weekend, but next weekend is the RSB Family Union with, with uh, Leslie and, and family in Joplin. That's coming yes, up is. fast. It is coming up. And I think today's the last day you can get tickets for it. Okay. Um, Leslie likes the show intro. So no, I'm just teasing super Don. That's all right. That's I could okay. create a new one. I'm working on one. Um, hmm. what is it for? It was for something. I can't you remember. Even know. I, okay. I got different things going on, but yeah, uh, you're a busy boy. I can always create a new one. If you see now you've given me intro complex. No, I didn't mean to do that. That I, was I, not I very my insecure now. Just the one you did for Bolton. is so good. So what are you going to say? Yeah, it just, just happened. All right, so we have uh, Tim James tomorrow. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, what's this community natural foods? Is, do I have a, a training right after the show today? Looks like it. Copper training today? No, tomorrow. tomorrow. But right after the show, I'm. I probably have. No, I'm going to do my. I'll have to show up a little bit late for that because you know we'll be in bonus. We've got for a, a Doctor uh, B. Rudlinger on Friday um, as well. On, on Friday, this is before. Uh, Bolden comes on. Mm-hmm. B. Rudlinger. EQHacker.com. Yeah. Uh, the bio, it's a biotech coach. Oh, cool. That could be interesting. Yeah. So yeah. I guess we'll uh, we'll see what that's all about. Very cool. Yeah. Um, next week, Brianna Ladapo, 
the wife of uh, the Surgeon General of Florida. Of Florida, uh, yeah. yeah. That's next Monday. Um, and let's see what else we got coming up. And then I'm going out of town. Oh, yeah. So we got to think about that because we next think week, about next week yeah. 13, 14, you're out of town. I'm at the uh, the family union. I got to fly out on the 14th. So we're going to have to do some pre-records to fill in some gaps here. Yep. And then I don't know what we're going to do, but I got, I'm, I'm going to be gone the 18th and 19th of the following week as well. Oh, good Lord. Yeah. That's crazy time. All right. Well, Father's Day present. I can't just. No, I know you're gonna go see. You're gonna go see Dolly Parton or something. Dolly, no, starts with a D, but it's not Dolly Parton. It's a, a band called Disturbed. That's right. Yep. That's gonna be amazing. It will be. Somehow, I'm gonna have to do shows. You know, the tickets look, we got. Yeah. I just gotta say, since you brought it up. Mm -hmm. Uh, actually, I brought it up. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The tickets are <clears throat> right up front. Like mm -hmm. where the stage is, nine rows back, right yeah. up front, in the middle, yeah. right up front, dude. About the the the, the only, it's you, the only way you get closer is if you got into the the pit, which you don't want to be. In. No, yeah. you don't want to be in the pit, especially no. if it's anywhere near San Francisco. Everything, the whole place. Um, yeah, you've never been in the pit before, have you? No, I don't think so. <laughs> Does it look like dude, I've been you're in the pretty pit ripped, before? but I think you and you would be injured. I could, yeah, I could be. It could be yeah. rough time. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was funny. My, it, I was joking. My daughter's like a stunt woman because th she got like at one point as um, toward the end of her monologue and song, she's being burned at the stake as as, as uh, Joan of Arc, and so they tie her up, cover her head, whatever. And at one point, one of the kids who doesn't who's supposed to wear glasses but doesn't and can't see knocked her off the podium and. I didn't uh -oh. see that show, but apparently she recovered very quickly. She's Did good she at that. Did she stab her with her sword? Uh, yeah, she could have, I guess. But no, that uh -huh. didn't happen because she's not holding the sword when they're burning her at the stake. Gotcha. Uh, and then the performance last night, which I did go Facebook Live on, uh, after a certain point, um, she she's you know they're moving off stage, and there was the box that wasn't supposed to be there. She tripped on it right there, but she got right back up and went right into the song. No problem. I, I have to say she was challenged, and she did great. Uh, as, as far as that goes, you know, they say the show must go on. She gets that, which was really cool. And let's see, what did we do? We had Monday show. We did a bonus round on reincarnation, didn't we, on Monday? We did. You guys missed a lot if you were just taking the four-day holiday and didn't plug in. Yeah, it was a fun conversation. Yeah. Was that the day we had trouble with the uh, the, br the Brumble thing? I think so. Okay. So, yeah. So, I people, did, a lot of people didn't get to see that. I, I kind of like. And Super Don was all over it. It was fun. Good conversation. It happens. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, it's a, uh, it's kind of a wild uh, month here, I have to say. With I'm looking at the calendar. It is summer, so I guess we could be excused for doing some. We'll have to do some encores in the midst of travel, and we'll try to do as much pre-recording as I can to get new content out. I don't like to not do a show. I'm obsessed, I guess. Uh, six days a week is not enough. You know, but sometimes we got to give ourselves a little bit of leeway. So we'll work on that. Yeah. And then I guess there's one other thing I need to talk to you about, which is this coming Saturday. Mm -hmm. I am going to the Shakespeare Festival in Ashland, Oregon. On the 8th? On the 8th. Um, so we will need to try and, if we can, figure out the Sunday situation 
as early as possible here in the next couple of days. So it'd be preferable if I could record the Sunday because I will be I will be tied up the entire day on yeah. Saturday because uh, Riley's birthday or not mm-hmm. Riley's Autumn's birthday mm-hmm. is on Saturday. Okay. All right. So well. Sunday conversations will have to be done by Friday. I can do that. Okay. We'll figure that out. Right. And let's see what else we got. We got the RSB family union with Leslie and family. Yep. Then you got and Leslie. Maho. We got, we got to talk. I got to figure out where I'm staying. So let's talk uh, soon. And then what else? Uh, Maho. You're right. 21st is Friday night. The 21st is going to be at the Whitaker's farm market. We showed the, the map of where that is. It's like, I don't know, 45 minutes, an hour outside of Columbus. And then we have uh, Saturday and Sunday at the uh, Columbus and, uh, Hilton and Easton, Columbus, Ohio. And that's uh, for the natural products industry. It's not an open to the public, although I could probably sneak you in if you're in the area. And that's Maho. And then I think we're home for a little bit before the next trip. So looks good. Maho, right. 21st. Okay. What else? What else am I thinking of here? I don't know. I, I think that's I think we're caught up. We did a lot for like not knowing what day of the week it is. Yesterday was yeah, it was weird. Where, where are we? Wandering around like, uh, wait a minute, this is it's not Saturday. What day mm. is today? <clears throat> Worry, worried that I'd forgotten to do something. I, apparently, everything was all right. <laughs> That's good. Yep. Oh, look at that! I just got a text message from mm-hmm. Shemaine Nugent. She want to go live? Yeah, she wants to do a live today. Do you have time to do a live with her today? I don't know. Okay. Maybe. So, uh, maybe. Yeah. Usually they only last like I don't know, 20, 30 minutes. So they're pretty short. Yeah. So she'll apparently be doing a live today, a week. Uh, what is it? What you call it? A mid midweek update mm-hmm. on her rumble channel. I got, I still got to get that thing signed. Okay. <laughs> on the wall there yeah for sure yeah. i do did you put the um chapter two in our personal chat at robertscottbell.com i see it in the uh, general chat that we have control over it no um, i did not right what are we on and and are we going to test with the um stream yard or today we everything... should yeah i mean as soon as we test and you feel comfortable and and stuff like that i think we might switch over although today was a today has been broadcast. good yeah it was no problem today yeah weird go figure they That's probably strange. heard heard me uh, yeah. talking about. It. Yeah, we're leaving unless you get this fixed. Yeah. So. So anywho, all right. Well, thank you guys for being here. Thank you for sharing the show. Thank you for your support of our sponsors, uh, like uh, Jamie and the the gang at uh, Nutritional Frontiers. And um, remember, the Folium PX was a great great interview. If you missed Sunday conversations, and it it, it was a pretty intense uh discussion i did you know i started super don with the conversation with judy going into like what i would like to do on the sunday conversations and we ended up being very in very educational after that we went into some very you know detailed physiological medical pathway you know recovery stuff we talked about the folium with bobry and um how judy recommends that as well very critical part of oxygenation was fascinating so if you haven't listened to that show uh, please go back and do so. That's uh, with uh, Judy Mikovich and Bobri Oren. Uh, f- and you go to foliumpx.com, use the code RSB10, get the discount, and you'll understand why it's important. And uh, otherwise, yeah, I, I 
I realized it was a different kind of conversation, like from what the spirit of what we're trying to do on Sundays to what it kind of, uh, yeah. it was part well, of the one, part the one before that with, uh, Carl Kantek mm. was kind of a, just a seminar yes. on stuff. Seminar. Like that, so. and, and the reason we did that, I think we just plain ran out of time that week and we had that in the can yep. to play and just didn't know where to put it. It was like, it saved our butts, but it saved us to be able to do a Sunday show. Even, uh, sometimes that happens. So. I have to figure out a Sunday conversation for this this weekend. If anybody has an idea, let me know, and we'll get her done. Leslie says she's working on her next podcast, Stay at Home mm-hmm. Mom. Yes. All right. Looking cheesecake. forward to that. I'm going to have some cheesecake. Okay. You go have some cheesecake. All right. I'm going to go find something for lunch. Okay. Then I'm going to out with Shemaine Nugent for a little Say while. Say hi to Shemaine and ask her why she doesn't interview me. I will. And, and uh, we'll see you guys tomorrow. All right. Thanks, Super D. Bye. See you guys.